Internet. Hi. Hey, what's going on, Internet? Hey. Hi, Internet. We're back hey. with a semi-brand new game. You, you might remember us from such games as... Uh... That one that lasted 90 sessions. The one that lasted 20 sessions. The, the one, one that, that lasted one half... It lasted 90 sessions. That one that lasted one half sessions. <laughs> okay, yes. Which, which one was that? That was the last First time we played 7C. <laughs> <laughs> Ow. Shots fired. <laughs> Fitting that he's the one that did it. Uh, I, if, if Matt hadn't, I would have. <sighs> right. Are you really surprised? Also, Susan's here. That's a change. Oh, yeah. Hello. Okay. So, we're playing 7C. Uh, a brand new game by John Wick, who made it in the late 1990s. And then just kept writing it and never stopped writing it. No, he, he stopped he, writing it. He, he took some time off for L5R. No, yeah, I don't think there's been any And also Houses of the Blooded. Yeah, there's not been any new 7C books in a while. <laughs> True enough. All right. So I will get to all of your characters' introductions in a moment. We're going to do it vignette-style during the first major action scene. Uh, let me let me get appropriate music up. <laughs> sure thing. And I'll link it in the chat. Turn off you Pirates of the Caribbean theme. Hey, that no. entire soundtrack is this game. Yeah, it's not the Kaiser of Caribbean theme. Hans Zimmer, no! <laughs> it could have been worse. It could have been Ailstorm, the fucking pirate metal thing. Yeah. Anyway... Oh, that's a good idea. So you guys are on a boat. You're on a boat. Good hard look at the motherfucking boat. Um, <laughs> I'm glad we got that out of our system. Yeah. I, I wanted to. I wanted to do it early. <laughs> yeah. And all of you are under the employ of a um, an Avalon. That is to say, English for anyone who's listening and doesn't know the. Uh, the way that 7C files the serial numbers off of history and geography. Yep. Yeah. You're under the employ of an Avalon captain by the name of Albert Alexander. Is he a prince? He is not. He is about as far from a prince as you can imagine. But is he, he in a can? He is a sea dog, which is um, a member of Queen Elaine's private army of unofficially connected privateers. And for about a month or so, you guys have been on this boat, and you learn some interesting things about him and his sailing skills. Albert Alexander is a glamour mage. Glamour, dear audience, being um, Avalon's particular style of magic, where they can sort of step into the legends of the past and become more like them, more competent, more legendary. One of the forms that Albert Alexander has connected himself with is St. Rogers, the first pirate. This lets him, among other things, become one with the ship. He can go to the helm, become completely unresponsive, and basically gain an increased amount of control over it. Although it did get a little unnerving one time when, uh, when he did it during a ship fight and a cannonball hit the side and he started bleeding out the side of his neck. All forms of magic have downsides, which I'm sure some of you know. 
Now then, it is a beautiful, warm day. The sun is shining down onto the um, onto the top deck, glistening through the riggings, shining off the water of the sea as you come along the Castilian coast. Castile, dear listeners, being Spain. So the reason I've not introduced your characters is because you've not come into your own as protagonists yet. You've been sailing on this boat. For a while now, you all have particular skills, but so does anyone on this boat. Alexander comes down into the, uh, into the main hold and invites you all down. By the way, feel free to speak, roleplay, whatever it is. Your introductions just haven't happened yet. He comes down and orders everyone into a crowd, and he's at the moment waiting for everyone to file in. You, you've hit a calm spot, so the ship will do with, will do well, just not really being managed for the moment. Is there anything any of you would like to say to each other? Or the random faceless people around us? Yes. Now nah, my character's kind of the silent type with less talk to. Yeah, uh, if anybody's uh, still commanding the deck, it might be First Mate Valentine. What did I say? <laughs> cut that out of the recording. I know. Uh, you, don't, you don't have to cut it out of the recording, really. Yeah, it's pretty much in character. From the record. <laughs> kind of. It's pretty much in character for him. Yep. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> she was probably trying to organize at least something of the ship's storage and got dist- uh, pulled into this while doing that and is quite annoyed while she's trying to fix whatever the boat's done with all of its storage and goods. <laughs> so, Albert Alexander paces in front of the crowd, the hobnails on his boots clacking against the wood beneath him as the whole ship sways back and forth. All right, me boyos. We got a big one coming up. Big Castilian freighter, loaded to the brim with Castilian goods. Are you ready for this? There's a couple of people who give out half-hearted. Yeah, hey. Uh, of course we're ready, Captain. The there there is a very well-dressed uh, young lady flanked by like th- three uh, uh, three older men. Uh, it's just like the Castilian ship. Aye, that's right. Vaticine? Vaticine. Dear audience, the the Vaticine or Vaticine Church, depending on who you ask, is essentially the Catholic Church. <laughs> Their symbol is a cross, but it doesn't have the top bit and instead has a circle that goes from the end of the left bar to the end of the right bar. Also semicircle. currently has no pope. It also currently has no pope, only a cardinal who is... Uh, more or less strong-arming his way to keep control of the church. We'll get to that more later, though. Yes, it's a Vaticine ship. Hopefully priceless relics. But knowing our odds, mostly gold. Then yes, I am ready. All right, my boyos. To your positions. They come over the horizon. And his boots clatter against the stairs as he makes his way back up to the helm. With an almost trance-like walk to him, he moves up to the wheel at the front of the ship and spins it off to the right, taking you towards coast. Now, what is it all of you do? What are your jobs on the ship? Either usually working at the top or part of the boarding party. Sure. Uh, my character uh, is... Uh... 
she's let's see. Uh she isn't part of the boarding party. Um uh, what actually what non combat roles are there on the ship? Um Quartermaster, Gunner, Master of the Tops. Well it, you could be a, a cabin boy or a uh Yeah. Well, no no, I mean like what what are the what are the uh non combat things that can be done on a ship in 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 uh in times of crisis? Oh, in times of crisis? Uh, they still need people to work the tops to help out maneuver the opponents. Okay. Triggers, stuff like that. All right. They, yes, that's that is what yep. she's doing. One of uh, and uh, a that is what she and one of her servants are doing. And then there are a couple of uh, a a a, a, a squire and a captain that, that are with her that uh, are part of the boarding party, more or less. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anne's manning the uh, Anne's manning the deck guns, or actually maybe I don't know. What are how how high a how high a position can we be? Uh, what do you mean? Uh, well, she'd either be uh, sh- I guess she she either be manning the guns or be I'm I guess I'm not too familiar with the positions on a ship. Either manning the one of the guns or you know command making a fire command or something like that. I'm not sure how these work. Master of the guns. Yeah, some yeah. kind of yeah, some kind of master gunner. I'm not sure if that's yeah, mas- if, if you have that on a how, how those are subdivided on that kind of ship. Typically, there's a master gunner that fires off most of the that uh, yells out most of the main commands, but there's still plenty of work to be done manning the actual cannons below and above deck. Sure, yeah, she'll be working with she'll be working with the cannons below deck. Why not? Okay. You Just are, go. by the way, on a fairly uh, magnificent ship. Yeah, no, you mentioned it had two. With... You mentioned it had two decks of guns. That's uh... yeah. Pretty big. It's three large masts with three gigantic square sails. My character is the first mate, and probably for most practical intents and purposes, the captain, while Captain Alexander is communing with the ship. Right. While he does that, no, none of you have ever been able to get a word out of him. He just sort of glues himself to the helm. Uh, Declan's likely just making sure, uh, like basically pacing up and down the top deck, making sure none of the ratings getting screwed up or anything like that. And just generally being frightening, as is his job. You are good at it. Cheska's probably below uh, deck, making sure everything supplies-wise and all uh, acquisitions that they have up to this point are da- are tied down and ready so that they can keep what they do have in, in, in some semblance of uh, order, while also making sure people aren't uh, running about getting in other people's way. Sure thing. We cover everyone... Yes, I believe so. All right. After a minute or so of preparation, and the uh, the ship spinning about much faster than a normal ship normally could, you manage to crest a wave, and at the top of it, you see just poking over the horizon another similarly sized ship of Castilian make. Its own three main masts standing tall on top of its deck as it slowly floats towards you. It was right. It is a large vessel. No need to worry. We can handle them. I don't doubt that. You hear a loud whistle crack through the uh, through the air from their ship to yours. Probably their uh, probably their lookout, seeing your flag riding atop your pirate ship. Essentially, <laughs> they are aware of you, and they have not even begun to turn. They're sailing directly towards you. My character unsheaths her uh, dual scimitars and gives them a twirl, 
embraces herself. Once things are in order, she's got a quarter staff in hand, just walking around, keeping an eye off on the distance. Uh, Anne's waiting for the ship to uh, waiting for the ship to make a broadside, or you know, turn so we can fire a salvo. My character is sor- surveying the uh, boarding party and uh, making sure they're ready for combat. Okay. The boarding party starts grasping at their swords, pulling them out of sheaths and nearby weapon racks. People pulling guns, muskets, blunderbusses. There's an air of tension, a familiar air of tension, because no one here is sure if they're coming back. Your ship's near each other. There's crest over a tall wave, and it starts to spin about the rear end of it, pulling towards the pulling towards your side. Got the fuse. Uh, got the fuse ready. Um, think everything's loaded. Is our is our goal to is our goal to take the stuff on the ship or take the take the entire ship? Uh, taking the whole ship would be nice, but just taking the cargo would be just fine. It'd sure. be a good payday for you. Your ship turns about to match, and the first salvo of cannons fire on either side. Uh, what range are we at? Is it like? I'm guessing we're not quite in grape shot range yet. <laughs> Uh, not quite. The first long-range cannons are firing, but you begin to circle a point between you and near each other. Mm-hmm. It's not long at all before you've made it to a uh, great shot range and then almost a boarding range with only superficial outer hull damage. Sure. All right. So, Charlie, your character is working the tops? Uh, but uh, uh, Tops and boarding. She works oh, tops right. in non-combat boarding. She's probably a boarding person. Sure. Uh, do you go I guess most the high- of the sort of Declan shouting at various people in the tops to do stuff. Alright. Okay. So the first boarding parties begin to cross to either side, swinging across on topsail ropes. Uh, that is something she can do because she has break fall. Okay. Would you like me to would you like to make a swinging check? I don't have swinging though. Oh, do you just want to jump from your your tops to their sh- their deck? Sure, I can do that. I've got break fall. Okay, make me a roll. All right, so uh, that would be a uh, I guess a uh, finesse plus uh, break fall. Yes, finesse plus break fall. And keep break uh, break fall. I mean finesse. Yeah, keep, yeah, keep finesse. All right, so that's six, three. Uh, I got a twenty-one. Twenty-one. All right. As you jump from the top sails down to the top deck, the wood of the deck is rushing towards you faster than it than anyone deserves to have a, that much ship travel towards themselves. Tell me, what is your name? What do you look like? And why do you deserve to live through this? My my name is my name is uh my name is Nadir F- Fidel Demir. I am a I am a woman from the Crescent Empire. Uh, I am of uh, medium dark skin with a with green eyes, tall for a woman uh, uh, where I come from, about uh, five six. But I have seen various giant women over here. Uh, uh, I deserve to live because because I have not because I because I believe the creator favors me and will not let me die before I can seek seek. To rescue my family, which were kidnapped by the 
the Corsairs, a a brutal gang of pirates that plague the the southern seas. All right, good enough. You land on the opponent's deck in a roll, and you see for the first time the people you're fighting. You recognize them as Inquisition forces. They wear cloaks of red and cloth masks over their face with gold-trimmed vaticine crosses on them, carrying various weapons, cutlasses, knives, clubs. But you land effortlessly on their deck and go into a forward roll, and with your scimitar, you sweep out under you as you stand up and take the legs out from two of them. They fall to the ground with a piercing shriek. As soon as she gets to her feet, her... One be- foot begins tapping into a rhythm, almost like the beat of a beat of a music. All right. All right. Zoom out. Go back to the first ship. Zoom back in. Albert Alexander has still got his hands glued onto the wheel of the ship. Kevin, your character is there. The first, the first front sail boarders have made it onto the top helm, and it's your job to stop them from hitting the captain. What do you do? Uh, drawing his uh, elaborate puzzle sword with his right hand and his mangosh with the his other hand, he'll uh, fall into the Valru fighting style. Which is what? Which is a very fast-paced and uh, fast-paced, not quite dance style, but uh, it's a style designed to uh, keep opponents off guard and to force the combat to move faster and faster beyond their ability to keep up with it. Okay. And what does this puzzle sword look like? So people aren't imagining a Rubik's Cube on a stick. Uh, The puzzle sword is an extremely elaborate clockwork, and uh, technically this one is sorcery-infused sword created by a legendary uh, swordsman, crafter. It's got an extremely elaborate hilt with uh, several guards and uh, clockwork mechanisms inside it. Okay. So, roll me your... Uh, roll me your attack of choice, and every raise you take on it will make you more effective at fighting. All right, I will take two raises. Okay. And with those two raises, I will... By the way, audience, a raise is voluntarily adding five to the difficulty number to succeed with more style or more effect. Yes, Fifteen. Similarly to Project Gotham Racing, this is not just about winning, it's about winning with style. Right. <laughs> All right. Three of the Inquisition men run at the captain, and you push yourself between them. They begin to engage you. He's pulled them back with slow movements at first, just effortlessly parrying their attacks. But it starts to move faster and faster and faster until they're all breaking a sweat just keeping up with you. And with one fell swoop, you go for the killing blow. Who are you, what do you look like, and why do you deserve to live through this? My name is Valentin Leveriste. I'm the inheritor of a a noble family from Montaigne, and I'm going to be the most famous pirate in the world. Good enough for me. With your puzzle sword, you run one of the pirates through the hearts. You spin around, taking it out of his chest, block a high blow from your right, put your knife through that man's heart's. And you take that out and shove both of them through the back of the third man running away, and they all fall to the ground around you. Oh, I didn't do the description. Oh, sure. Unless, uh, what if you want to do look- that at this point? Yeah, sure. What do you look like? My uh, character is uh, around five foot eight, broad-shouldered but uh, lithe, with a 
pitch black hair and a black goatee. His hair uh, elaborately uh, taken care of in a carefully crafted, uh, just woke up sort of style. <laughs> All right, then. All right. He's, he's dressed in fine clothing. Extremely fine, but uh, garish with uh, stripes of purple and uh, black. Sure thing. All right. X. Uh-huh. A gigantic Venda-looking man with long, shaggy blonde hair and a, a thick blonde beard jumps from his side of him, from his boat to yours. He's wearing the red robes, but he's elected to not wear the face mask. He carries what can only be described as a giant's hammer. Less a hammer and more a long wooden stick with a large hunk of metal at the end of it. And he points at you and starts walking towards you. What do you do? Uh. One second, deed. <laughs> All right. I can't believe. With, with that no, 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 it's just fine. Um. Sure. Uh, just, um, kind of. Uh, he's got a kind of just easy matter, so he just kind of points at the, uh, hammer and just says, you know, we got nails down deck, uh, if you want to use that thing. Perhaps I should send you down to see them. And, uh, he just kind of goes down into this sort of oddly lazy-looking, uh, Finnegan fighting stance. All right. Make me your favorite roll. I do beforehand if I want raises on it? Yes, you have to decide beforehand. Generally, raises are better for fighting multiple weak opponents, but taking a raise here will let you do uh, plus one KO damage. Okay, um, I'll take one. Okay. Uh, so I got a 23. A raise means that's just an 18, then? Or a uh, 13? It, it's still a 23, but the raise means that the difficult num- difficulty number was raised by five. Okay. Okay. He comes at you shifts his grip down to the bottom of his hammer and hefts it over his head, sending it down right into the ground next to you as you dodge away, leaving splinters of wood coming up into your legs. Who are you? What do you look like? And why do you deserve to live? Uh, Declan McCarran from Innismore. Uh, poor farmer's son who uh, went out to sea to try to avoid a, a gas put on him. And uh, he deserves to live through this because... He's uh, dealt with most of whatever sort of uh, unfortunate things life has chosen to do to him, and he'll live through this, too. Okay. That's what you got? Yeah. Oh, um, in terms of physical description, he's uh, about a head taller than most people around him. Not not particularly um, well-muscled, more wiry, and uh, wears fairly simple clothing. As simple as his station on the ship will let him get away with. Sure thing. All right. So you test the waters with a few quick punches and find that he is not responding in any meaningful sense to your attacks. He's just trying to kill you. So dodging effortlessly around his blows, you manage to send a few powerful blows into his chest. You could hear ribs crack under your knuckles. You spin around him, hit his leg, you feel his shin snap. And finally you just come up and take an elbow to the back of his head and he falls flat to the deck in front of him. The hammer just falls to the side. Save nice. that. We might be able to sell it. <laughs> it is a it is a hunk of steel on the end oh. of a wooden plank. We oh, might be able to the murder of both level things already. Yeah, I think that's a personal trophy more than a. <laughs> Where would you even store it? It's not going to fit in your quarters. 
<laughs> I don't think that I don't think the hammer part of it will fit through the door. You could put it like as the figurine on the head of the ship, a hammer. <laughs> All right, mate. A small group of um, a small group of four people are running towards you and your bodyguard. What do you do? They've got cutlasses and they don't seem like nice people. Uh, she uh looks at her bodyguard and nods and uh quickly uh draws her crossbow um and uh will fire a crossbow bolt uh into one of them uh while the bodyguard this huge man uh next to her this huge eisen man next to her uh charges in with a uh a, a bastard sword um and uh are they are they possibly um uh, are they are they are they possibly uh ambushed out of nowhere from the side by a uh by a uh tall skinny foppish looking uh castilian gent perhaps perhaps we'll see how you roll okay <laughs> maybe take a raise for that ambush Well, actually, that, that will be, uh, I realize that actually will be a little rough taking a raise on that, so we'll see. Uh, hold up. Okay. I got a nine. At least for the crossbow. Probably should roll for the smack too, shouldn't I? Sure. Thirty-two on the uh, heavy arms. Okay, so your bodyguard rushes up. Uh, yeah, your bodyguard rushes up and with a quick chop takes off one arm and then the side of the head of the first man in front of him. As he brings his arms up, you fire a crossbow under his arms and sort of nick the shoulder of the second guy who starts looking at you rather fiercely. Or at least you think. They've got the cloth masks on. It's hard to tell exactly what they're looking like. Someone comes up to the side and raises his raises a cutlass to hit you in the side of the shoulder. When a small framed Castilian man runs up, screaming, and uh, grabs his foot, lifts it into the air, and shoves him off the side of the ship. All right, and it's, at, it's at this point that the that the uh, the man you nicked but did not kill he rears back with his knife and ducks under the arm of the man who's trying to stop him from getting to you. Who are you? What do you look like? Why do you deserve to live? I am Princess Elise Fario... Uh, Princess Elise Fario Castaneda de Calados. Uh, so, she is... Um, she is a uh, Castilian princess um, who, uh, once, who who belonged to a noble family of uh of uh a no family of uh El Fuego Adentro users, um which is uh pyromancy essentially. Uh when the uh happened to take over, just t- totally uh took over in Castile, uh they hunted down um El Fuego uh rather vehemently uh, and 
utterly erased majority of her family. Um, she barely escaped uh, with her life with uh, three, the, the last three uh, surviving members of uh, her family's court. And she deserves to live because she has yet to avenge her family and has yet to reclaim her, la- her, her rightful lands. Okay. Uh, she is a uh, she's 19 years old, five three, um, has a tan skin, dark hair, very very pretty face. Um, uh, usually dresses incredibly in incredible fineries, um, and carries herself as a as a uh, woman of her class. Um, so probably about like 120, 125 pounds. Okay. So, yes. So that there nine-year-old, not fantastic, but you're not going to get seriously hurt. Just your pride might be a little bit poked at. Okay. The Inquisition man grabs at something in his belt and takes it across the side of your face. It's a lantern, a lantern that's clearly meant to set fire to the ship more than to provide light considering it's the middle of the day. Your head is engulfed in a brief gout of flame, but it just wisps away. No damage done. And in his confusion, he's run through from the back by a bastard sword that covers the front of you in blood. She winces, takes a few steps back, takes a deep breath, and then heaves a sigh. <laughs> right. And he, set, he sets up another defensive position in front of you. Matt. Yes. You see in our, you see from your position on the lower decks through the, through a couple of the side holes, some of which are new. There's some new windows. That's nice. <laughs> you see that on the top deck against the end of their, uh, against the end of their ship, they have a firing line led by an artillery commander, men with muskets firing across at the people defending against the boarding party. What would you like to do? Um, how many, uh, so the rest of the, uh, is the rest of the underdeck crew, um, I'm guessing they're not loading cannons anymore at this point. Uh, some of them are still doing it, just to see if they can get a lucky shot, hit powder storage, something like that. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, up top, up top, it's about four people firing. Then they rush back. Four people take their place while they reload, with a commander leading them. Right. Yeah. It's the the lead rain, basically. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, we have to assist the firing line. Uh, all hands to armory, and uh, I gunner. Yeah, and she'll go along with a bunch of others, and I don't know, start handing out muskets, <laughs> and uh, we'll they'll uh, establish a firing line through the holes in the bottom. Some of the freshly newly made holes are a lot easier to shoot through. <laughs> sure. Would you like to roll leadership or some shooting of your own? Let's see. What is my leadership? My leadership is not good. I don't think. In fact, it's so bad that I don't have it. Oratory. <laughs> uh, I actually have oratory at a pretty good rating. Um, I don't. It was. I don't know what what leadership is under skill wise. I don't even know if it's a, it's a skill that exists. I'm not. If, if it is, it's an advanced knack. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. one of the. It's one of the like commander skills. Um, I'll just take up. I'll just take up a. Uh, I'll just take up a firing role. Um, she's kind of taking yeah i'm guessing it would be strategy tactics and i don't have really a commander role so i'm just right yeah so i'm just shooting so is everybody okay. else roll me, a shoot, roll me a shooting check with however many raises you like 
Let's see. Uh, I'll take... So I have... Um, actually, no, I guess that's the thing. That raises increase the TN, so that doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, let's see. Although I do ignore up to 10 of her... Uh, up to 10 penalties she gets. Up to 10 in penalties from cover and other stuff. All right. All right, so the cover of the side of the deck and some of the range, you'll get rid of some of that penalty. Yeah, because she's got some trick shooting skills, apparently. Nice. All right. Oops. Uh, that is a 22, um, which is not the caliber she's firing. <laughs> okay, nice roll. So who are you, what do you look like, and why do you deserve to live? Uh, let's see. Uh... My name is Anne Holmvik, Holmvik, um, and she is a uh, she is of Vendel descent. Uh, similarly to uh, she's she also stands a uh, really she probably shouldn't be in the under deck because she stands at about six foot two. Um, yeah, you have to crouch a little bit sometimes. <laughs> yeah, they probably she probably should have been serving in the over deck. I don't know. Maybe she did something and maybe she did something to get uh, the lower deck service. Um, but yeah, six foot two, uh, blonde hair, blue eyes, um, a, uh, a very enormous woman, but, uh, still, um, pretty, pretty beefy, but I guess not quite that beefy. Okay. Um, with, uh, I don't know, short cropped hair, probably. Yeah, that, that works. Uh, short cropped hair and, uh, and, uh, workers clothes. Um, and, uh, in addition to the musket she has shouldered, she has about, 12 more in holsters all across her uh all across the front and the back she probably has a long coat that she uses to cover them for the most part <laughs> okay she's a she is a beard full of burning coals away from black beard <laughs> nice a thing okay. that a, a, a feat that she probably will not uh just just because of you know genetics right <laughs> Um, and she deserves to live because she is going because she's going to find uh, she's she's going to find uh, a new tradition to revive the good way and keep the and keep the living keep the living runes alive without having to fall under their barbaric conditions. Okay, fair enough. All right, a couple of the muskets fire on your command, and they take out a couple of the musketeers on the enemy ship, mm-hmm. and they start turning their sights down to the down to you. You pull open your. Are you wearing a coat of some sort? Yeah, she's got a, a lot yeah, of guns. She's, she's got a long coat. Yeah. Um. Let me see what I have under clothing. Um. Or she has a plain cloak. My bad. Sure. With some pull plain open your boots. Cloak and, and reveal twelve braces of pistols across <laughs> <Yeah>. you. <laughs> you just start pulling one out, firing, putting it back, pulling out another one, firing, put it back, spin around, dodge that bullet, pull out another one, fire. And then finally, when all of them are down except for the artillery commander, you pull out your last two, whip them up, and put two and put one shot into either of the artillery commander's arms. <sighs> yeah, no, her her hands are like covered with soot at this point. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. Susan, where's your character? She's on deck keeping an eye on how things are going and looking for a chance to crack someone upside the head with a quarterstaff if it's needed. Okay. Now, your your special abilities, do you always see that, or do you have to focus? No, I always see it. The uh, points only matter on how well I can tell other people's special things. Okay. Cool. 
All right, there's about three people coming at you with knives, uh, cudgels, belaying pins, whatever they could things find. Things that hurt. Yes, things that will hurt, puncture, kill. <laughs> yeah, Matt spends about 168 actions reloading. <laughs> All right, She's so, always make- in a state of low-grade annoyed. This is only making things worse. This this is just ruining everything that could have been going good today. So okay. she's gonna she's gonna go ahead and try and use her staff to crack a few people's skulls open. Okay. Make me roll. Uh, eighteen. Eighteen. That'll do. So, who are you? What do you look like? Why don't you why do you deserve to live? Why don't I deserve to die to live? Okay. Why don't um, you deserve to die? Why do you deserve to live? Gotcha. Um, my name is Francesca Direña. She is a girl from Borace who happens to also see threads between people that is, of course, of no consequence because she's a sort of mage, which is a fate witch. She's about five foot one, thick built, not nothing particularly thin or fit or fat. She has dark brown hair and complicated braids pinned to her head to keep it out of the way gray eyes that are uh, kind of startling when they're set on you and she's really annoyed at you. And she's a light tan. It's kind of obvious that she's not normally a tan person, but being out on the seas, it's brought some kind of tan to her. Sure. Uh, she's trying to live her life as best she can with a curse that was placed on her by a peer back in school. And she's hoping though she knows it probably will never be able to be fully taken away, considering how much the girl put into the curse, there might be a way to lessen it from messing her life up occasionally. Okay. So they lunge at you, and you can see coming from them just red threads extending off into the distance, and the more you focus on them, the darker the world around you seems to turn as they come into spark focus in your brain. The strings cast out their back towards the rest of the crew and out their fronts towards you. But with some quick movements, you take the quarterstaff up to the chin of one of them, knocking him out as the force goes through the top of his head to his brain as he falls to the ground. You bring it around, hit someone in the side of the knee with it. You hear a loud crack and he falls to the ground where you knock him out with a blow to the head. And with a complete spin, you take the quarterstaff to the side of the third guy's head knocking him square to the ground. Now, now, there's a reason I ended with you. Mmm, I had a feeling. Because you see a very thick red line coming from the enemy ship to yours. Not very surprised. You can't tell exactly where it's coming to you on your ship, but the end on the opponent's side is rising from the lower decks. Okay. Now any of you can answer my questions. Do any of you happen to know a lot about the Inquisition, character-wise? Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. Don't mess with them. Only or, what's or essential least, to know. Well, don't I know, be uh, obvious around them. I guess no, if there's a fuckers. specific if there's a specific knowledge skill about the Inquisition, I don't have that. But my character has a certain knowledge of the Inquisition. Yes. Yeah, I'm just asking qualitatively. Like, have you looked into the organizational scheme? Do you know well how they operate? Yes, yeah. uh, Princess Lise, uh, she, she is a, uh, a, a very, she's very vengeful. Uh, so understandably, she has looked into the people that torched her family. All right. 
Cheska doesn't know anymore other than don't fuck with them because they obviously don't like you. Right. I, I know that they are the Vatacine, and the Vatacine started a fucking war in my homeland. Right. The Vatacines will tend, the Inquisition will tend to kill a Crescent on sight, if they can confirm it. And, uh, yeah, Anne, Anne, and, uh, Anne and a lot of her people are kind of being hunted by them, so. Okay. Yes. So. Let's see. So you're the first one to hear it outright, um, Nadira. You hear stomping coming from the lower decks. Not exactly angry stomping, just six sets of feet walking units into the top decks. You see them crest the bottom of the hold. Five men stand with long swords and shields in a phalanx in front of one man behind them, and they're all wearing black. It's about now that you see it, uh, Anne and Elise, and you recognize these as High Inquisitors. Not a good thing to be around, generally. Let's see. She kind of looks at her, looks at her, uh, her bodyguards. This is a high inquisitor. I'm assuming the very thick red flat, uh, thread came up with them. Yes. To the man in their center who is not holding a shield. And they began walking towards the front of their ship, not towards you. And the five, the five uh, high inquisitors with shields circle around this man as he walks, forming a defensive barrier. Uh, Nadir's gonna look to, whoop, uh, I guess, the first mate. And like, that, yeah, Valentin. like, yeah. Valentine. Like, yeah, Valentine, here you go. Yeah. So that seems to be their captain. Should we make our assault on it? How is the battle in general going between <laughs> our crew and theirs? Generally speaking, you've repelled most of their borders, mostly due to the valiant actions of you and your fellow protagonists. And it doesn't seem like it's going particularly well for the other ship, but they're holding their own on their own deck. I think it is, yeah, probably one of the few people on the other deck. Right, a lot of the boarding party that crossed over and didn't defend the ship have been struck down. Alright, he'll, he'll wave, wave her on. Engage with caution. She'll, uh, pull her blades around and, uh, she is gonna, yeah, try and, uh, peck at this, uh, phalanx. Alright. Make me an attack roll. Alright. Uh, no initiative, just the attack roll? Yep. Alright, yeah, because I have the thing that lets me on initiative make multiple attacks for multiple initiative parts at the same time? That's fine. Um, make two attacks, sure. Alright, cool. Alright, so it's, uh, 7k3. Uh, so 15 and 43. Okay, so you go over and make a testing blow at his shield, and he wards it off, watching you closely. Then you thrust forward, knock him off balance into the man in the center, lift the bottom of his shield up with the hand holding the the primary sword, and jab it under into his chest. Jab your other sword under into his chest. He falls, and the phalanx closes around the man. They continue walking towards the front of their ship. Not towards the, the uh, towards your ship. Yeah, she'll keep up uh, attacking these guys. Okay. Uh, Elise, uh, uh, Elise look because I assume Elise and her bodyguards are on one side, uh, are on their ship. Yes. Okay, but they're close enough to see this. Yeah. Okay. 
Elise just kind of looks at the larger bodyguard from eyes and is like, Class, I don't like this. Nine, me either. Oh, Should I take drastic measures? I am to keep you safe. Wherever you go, I follow. I mean, I can... I could burn him. Burning the Inquisition does not tend to go well. It didn't for your family, did it? You're right. Be safe. She nods a little, and uh, she'll, uh, in that case, um, knock a uh, knock an arrow on the crossbow, and uh, kind of try a name for him. Okay, making an attack roll. I got an 18. Okay, so you don't manage to hit him. One of his entourage jumps in front of it, but you hear a yelp as um, the heavy head of your crossbow bolt pierces the front of his shield and sticks it to his shoulder. She curses under her breath. Declan, what are you up to? Uh, well, unless they've they've sent any other uh, trolls disguised as men uh, onto. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, there's just sort of the one rolling around holding his everything. Um, then he has likely just tried to because um... it seems like the kind of situation where, where where people would start to freak out and whatnot, and Indeed. he's just being just counter intimidating, being scarier than what they're afraid of, uh, or you know, just trying to snap them out of it. All right, make me some sort of roll. Do you have a bosoning roll? Uh, I do. One sec. Whatever it is, roll that plus... Mm, resolve. Well, actually, the tactic doesn't really fit. I guess it'd be oratory? Yeah, sure. So there's like a uh, thing in the book that's like just a something times plus five is your, uh, like, uh, intimidate. Uh, yeah, uh, you can make uh, you can make an intimidate roll just with your with your uh, solid resolve. I believe also we I believe also you get plus one KO to intimidation for being large. Yes. Yeah. So you can just roll resolve plus one, keep resolve. Uh, ten. Ten. All right. You start yelling and shouting and pulling everyone into line. And it doesn't work spectacularly, but you do manage to ease some of the tension on board. People are starting to be a little bit more heartened that you're uh, that you guys are repelling the borders. All right, so Declan knocked those guys into line. Um, and is there anything you'd like to do? Uh, I don't know. Does she have any guns reloaded? Um, you never fired off your musket. Uh, yeah. Okay. Sure. I'll. Uh, can I? She'll she'll uh she'll go where where are the where are the high inquisitors like how can the, I see they're them? on the t- they're on the top deck and by now you probably know about it because you uh, heard people shout about them from top the top uh yeah are they on the top deck of our ship on the top of the deck of their ship moving towards the bow of it oh, okay um yeah no she'll move up uh inquisitors we need to make a. We need to we need to make our way to the top. And I'm gonna. Yeah, she'll uh, hoist her hoist her musket and I don't know, uh, roadie run to the stairwell. Yeah, um, you are close enough to the stairs at the moment so that you can actually get up and fire a shot. All right, yeah. Um, 
she'll yeah as soon as she gets to a point where she can where she can see uh where she can see one of the high inquisitors uh yeah she'll take a shot all right make me a musket roll okie doke it's the same with my pistol roll oh yeah fire your arms yes and then i'll bear them let's see Ooh, that's a nice one uh okay less nice uh so that is another 22 22. It's 11 plus 6 plus 5. <laughs> All right. The man with the um, the man with the crossbow bolt sticking a shield to his chest, he pulls that out of his shoulder just in time for your musket bolt to run through the center of the shield and pierce his chest. He goes down like a lump. <laughs> it's like that scene from Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> Guy takes a gl- grazing blow off of his helmet, takes it off to look at the dent, and then just gets shot. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Um, Valentine, what are you up to? Uh, Frequently, I'm still covering the captain and uh, making sure that the crew doesn't collapse. If necessary, he'll jump in off the uh, foredeck or rear deck or wherever the uh, helm is and uh, join in. Uh, The helm's on the foredeck. Okay. And at the moment, no one is coming straight for that guy. No one's coming straight for Captain Alexander. Then yeah, he'll he'll jump in if necessary. Sure, I mean, it's but, up to you whether it's necessary or not. I mean, how does the fight seem to be going? Have we successfully repelled everybody? You successfully repair, repelled borders, but you're at sort of a stalemate because they've successfully repelled most of yours. Hmm. I mean, I've you know gotten the deer on the other side, but I think it's just her. Yeah, a couple people that are still locking up some of the inquisitors, but. You, you don't have a significant boarding force over there for the moment. Which is fairly normal for a boarding action. Sometimes there's a lull in the action. Yeah. Are the ships close enough to switch? Uh, yes. Okay. Then uh, Valentine is going to uh, cross over. Well, he'll go to the closest boarding location. Okay. With your actual human legs, right? Yes, with my human legs. Not my alternate means of locomotion. All right. All right and yeah, so he'll say, uh, Mr. McKeeran, you have the deck. Aye, aye. All right, and you cross over. What do you do? Head up to engage those, uh, the Inquisitors. All right, make a roll of your choice. All right. Uh, for dramatic effect, I'm going to utilize Elodie's magic power. Okay. The sword. And what does that do? It lets him ignore all forms of armor and parrying, such as, say, heavy shields. Oh, jeez. Okay. <laughs> as the uh, the sword essentially <laughs> phases through... Uh... It, it's it's pretty much a lightsaber with a bunch of gizmos attached to it. Except kind of, it doesn't It doesn't damage what it passes, what it passes through. through. It's a steampunk lightsaber. It just, like, cuts their souls or what? Uh, it just goes through everything that's... It just goes harmlessly through everything that's not a man... It's and harmfully with, through everything that is. Yeah, so it, it's infused with port magic, but I'm not sure the specifics on that. Essentially, it's a, it, it is as though you are passing your blade through a small portal, and it comes out the other end of the thing. It happens to be inside a person sometimes. <laughs> Alright, make your attack roll. Alright. Uh, yeah, I suppose I will take two raises on it. Okay. Wow, that was not great. Twelve. 
Uh, do you want to use a drama die? Probably way, should. Anyone, everyone, you have a number of drama dice equal to your lowest traits, and you can expend those, among other things, to uh, add 1k1 to your result after it's been rolled. I don't get many, but what the hell, this seems important. <laughs> it's one, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So you run up at one of them. He puts his shield up to block. And you come back for this crashing blow. You, but, you know, it's a fencing blade. So he chuckles a bit. You thrust it forward at him, and it passes effortlessly through the front of his shield and through his heart. His laughter is cut short as he falls to the ground. You whip, it, you whip the sword out of him to try and slash another man, but he manages to duck down out of the way instead of try to block it with his shield. <laughs> All right, Francesca. Not a whole lot her magic is good for it at this because she needs to kiss people to curse them. I will and tell you really, this, though. Really? Oh, the the thick red string is no longer crossing between your ships. Really? So I'm assuming it followed Valentine over the sh- over when he jumped. Perhaps. Can I see it going through Valentine? It's not easy to see the string at that distance. Okay. That seems like the logical leap to have taken then going to grumble about stupid flashy first mates and she shouldn't jump over she is not nearly beefy enough for that right. you have any other she's gonna thing? move she'll move up to to keep an eye on the captain since bosun's you know scaring the shit out of everyone to make sure they're more afraid of him than the enemy okay you managed to sneak up on someone who is climbing up the front of your ship and knock him off the side of the deck These Wilhelm screams it off into the water. <laughs> Just a quick poke with the quarterstaff and no, off. Splish. 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 She's, she'll, she's gonna, from Kaboom. considering up near the helm will be a higher vantage point, she's gonna Kaboom. try to keep an eye on things as best she can, but she is very nervous with how thick that line was and the fact that it went over with one of the more interesting magical people that on the ship. Alright. So you're basically going to be manning the stairs, making sure no one else comes yeah, up? Yeah. Crack some skulls if it comes to it, but mostly she can't do a lot, so she's keeping an eye on things as best she can. Scaring people that Declan's not scaring. Okay. So Let me know when the... you find one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the... I have an oratory of two. I can be kind of terrifying. The quote-unquote ranks of the High Inquisitors. The two remaining, are, they close ranks around the back of the one that was in the center, the one without the shield and sword. He jumps up onto the prow of the ship and starts running up it. His black cloak floats behind him in the wind, and you can see, and anyone looking at him can see a distinctly montane cut to his suit. When he reaches the end of the prow, he pulls a pistol out of the side of his cloak, takes aim, and shoots your captain in the side of the head. Fuck. Can you pick pistols normally reach that far? Not generally. You have to be pretty good with it to make a shot like that. Like, like, like Anne good. If Valentine saw him going, he'd be after him as quickly as he could. Okay. Sure thing. He makes that shot just as you reach the back of him. A quiet passes over both battlefields. And there's a rumble. 
and the powder storage on your boat spontaneously combusts. Oh, God. Your boat has no bottom. Really, it shouldn't have, like, a top or a middle, either. It should, yeah, just, there... be, it should just be splinters with, like, a front with a front end that's, like, falling backwards. Yeah, on, on the list of on the list of cliche movie stock screams, you've gone from Wilhelm to Howie just now. Doesn't seem like there's much of a boat to uh, be driving right now anyway, I mean. So, long, long story short, all of you who were on the ship before, you are a bit worse for wear, but you're in the sea. Fortunately, there's lots of driftwood to hang on to. Yeah. Yeah. She's Indeed. very happy she's not wearing a dress, because that would pull down even further. Good luck Good luck finding your wardrobe. Well, yeah, no. She doesn't keep a lot on the ship, unlike, I'm sure, a certain princess. And on, on the plus side, most of her wardrobe is in waterproof uh, chests. Um, gotta get them up oh from... <laughs> but no, Why? no like, she, she actually is in a dress. Uh, yeah, have fun swimming. And is currently is probably currently uh, being dragged cur- currently uh, being rescued by what by, by uh, one of her uh, her court. Wait, wait, right. big Eisen man in big plate armor. I don't think any of them have dragon Eisen. Yeah, yeah, he's not he's not wearing okay. plate armor. He's just a a large man who is okay. So he's pulled... not being pulled down by metal. Right, he's probably holding... had to just seek shield. He's holding both Castilians and sort of kicking around. Shoving them onto planks of driftwood. At least just starts coughing up water. Um, Valentine, the man in the black cloak turns around to look at you wordlessly, appraising your next move. He looks over at the fallen ship. Looks at there's probably only a uh, only a uh, sorry. What, what's your character's name, Charlie? Uh, Nadir. Yeah. Probably He's only probably Nadir and a, and a handful of others on the ship. Right. He sheaths his sword and mangouch and uh, motions for everybody else on the ship to uh, put their weapons down. There's the clatter of cutlasses to deck and hands raised into the air. Nadira, do you uh, do you surrender? Hell no. Surrender is not an option for her people. With these people, you learned that in the Crusades. It's not a. It's not an option for most of us, but uh, beats drowning in the sea. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe I should rethink that. <laughs> Already done it. <laughs> yeah, there, there's the clicking of hammers being pulled back on pistols, and they aim in your direction. Do you drop your cutlasses? Nope. Alright, a great number of shots ring out. And uh, while you look back, Valentine, you, you get hit in the back of the head. <laughs> the world goes black. Murd. All right, so we're going to cut forward. Let's see. Declan, Anne, Francesca, Elise, and Valentine. You are in a very dark cell. Lit, lit by candlelight and lantern light and nothing else. There's a iron gate in front of you, an iron gate across the hallway. And there is everything, everything besides those gates are made of rough-hewn stone. Are we in our own individual cells? You're not. You're together. 
oh. is like is a largish holding cell. How far did we cut? Uh, Are we like in like prison clothes or? Um, yeah, you you've been stripped of your possessions and you're not necessarily wearing prison clothes, but they've been very sure to take your hidden weapons. You you feel much lighter, and for not having the twelve pistols and musket. That's something like 50 pounds of, of gun. <laughs> Were they smart enough to check her hair? Uh, yeah, they checked more or less God everything. damn it. I thought for a second you were talking about, about Matt's character. Now I'm like, can I hide a pistol in your hair? No, no, no. That's the beauty of braids. You can hide knives in them. Yeah, no, Anne has, Anne, has a, Anne has a very pistol-shaped fascinator. <laughs> Spoiler, it's actually a pistol. <laughs> <laughs> a very fascinating pim- that pistol. Baby, get a pistol on your little finger. Baby, get a pistol on your thumb. God is damn that... <laughs> is that fucking money for nothing? Yeah. Yes. Damn right it was. I shot him with a tiny pistol I keep near my balls. <laughs> and that was Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Is that a pistol in your pocket, or are you making me very sexually confused? Both, apparently. Hmm. Well, that went better than could have gone. Not by much. Yeah, it it was going well until the whole thing exploded. could have gone. No, this is the worst way it could have gone. We could be dead. Don't. Are you still don't fucking ever say breathing or what? Rest in peace, Captain Alexander. Yeah, I'm still breathing, but never say it can't get worse. Never. It can't. They're inquisitors, uh, prisoners. They're going to burn us the stake. You're not the only person with magic in here. We're aware. Thank God. We're not on the stakes yet. That is what matters. Uh, Deckel starts patting himself down. You still have your fists. <laughs> yeah. That's really the best part of Declan, though. They they didn't literally disarm you. <laughs> no, he probably has a knife just to cut rigging and whatnot, and I assume they took that. Yeah, they 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 took your standard knife. I took my Both. knife. Guess it's good I didn't bring the spiders this time. They wouldn't have survived well. Elise just kind of like pulls, just kind of pulls her knees to her chest, buries her face. Well, yeah, I figure it. It's either a stake or I don't know if they'd burn me, but it probably wouldn't be pleasant. And either that or we get shot trying to escape. So. What do you think? Shots a quicker death. I don't feel like burning death. That's the way I'm thinking, yes. Hey. Yes. Uh, what kind of cell are we in? <clears throat> it's, are there guards? Are there... You don't really see much in the way of guards, and it's rather dark. Your eyes haven't fully adjusted to the light down here. It's, like I said, it's rough-hewn stone walls with a single iron gate that's uh, stopping you from escaping. So it's nothing along the lines of, like, a wooden door with a lock. It's more cartoonish. It's more, it's more like iron bars, like cartoon prisons. Okay. It's more like something you'd use to hold prisoners. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, take the ankle weight off. You can't actually fly. <laughs> hey, Elise. Can you melt that lock? It's possible. This is kind of looking around a bit... If you've seen Niklas uh, Noesco Menez, you you hear a you hear a sort of feeble hey. from the <laughs> cell cell across the hall. 
Oh, she basically all, all but slammed up against the uh, the uh, the bars and and just like uh, listens in. Hello, miss. <laughs> no, let's go. Ow. Are you all right? Considering that there was not too long ago an explosion less than twenty feet or so from me, I am doing just fine. Man after my own fucking heart. What about the Menez? Niklas? They're sleeping. Like, actually sleeping. They've been up already. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Norescu. You have no idea how much that means to me to hear. Yes, ma'am. Uh, every, anyone can give me witch checks for perception. You can keep talking if you like. Okay. Witch checks? This is just straight wits. And what does Keen Census give you for for perception? Is it an extra uncapped for something? Yeah, it's an uncapped die and skill checks using your senses. Yep. I have one. that oh, yeah. as well. I, I take it that um perception is a knack? No. Perception is just straight wits, K-wits. Oh, okay. But uh, if you have keen senses or some such, you get a bonus. Yeah, it's one uncapped die. 19. Uh, give me a second. Ooh. Sweet six. Uh, 18. 28. 25. Nice. All right. So, you hear, um, let's see, you're a bit occupied, at least, but the rest of you, you hear uh, the door opening on the at the end of a hallway that your cells are placed in, and you hear footsteps walking towards you. Uh, those of you who broke 25, Francesca and Anne, you hear the gentle chirping of a bird outside the door he opened. Huh. I'm guessing Francesca has a better idea of what omen that is. Uh, let me pull my tarot deck out and look up birds. Um, they, they took your tarot deck from you. No, I know. I'm teasing. It like, would have been the smart thing to do. I mean, I don't need it to do anything. It's just It looks cool. They were pretty sure it was weapons. <laughs> this this is devil worship. This this is not uh, this is not an approved thing. Um any would I have any inclination of bird symbology or semiotics. I, yeah, I, I mean semiotics is probably not the correct word um, for this situation. I, have, I technically have one in flora. A bird is not a flora, unfortunately. Okay. I wasn't sure if flora counted as plants or just like naturish things. In nah, the, the animal equivalent of flora is fauna. Oh, well, good point. Yeah, yeah no, um, I'm not gonna. My next best thing is probably oratory, and I'm not gonna talk to the bird, so. Yeah. Can I will I say this. With the bird? <laughs> you would have heard there was a bird at 20, so for 25, I'll tell you it sounds like a small bird. Okay. It, so tweets, for... it tweets instead of cause. So we're probably inland then. It's not a parrot or a cockatoo or something like that. Sure. It's not a Same squawk. <laughs> We're probably inland in a place that's not particularly close to a port. I'll tell you this, it is not a duck. I, I do appreciate that. All right. And um, a man walks up to your cells and stops in front of them. It's hard to tell with the light being like it is, but it's, an, it's a man in immaculate Castilian noble's dress. And he looks over both of the cells through the bars. Oh, no. A somewhat unimpressed look on his face. This is what I have to work with. We're not asking you to work at all. No, you're not. 
But see, I am to get you in shape for an, ex- an esteemed visitor. A visitor for us? Well, look at that. I don't have a party dress. Whatever will I do? Indeed, an esteemed visitor. Declan is trying desperately not to be noticed. So I would appreciate it if all of you sat down and cooperated. You must let us know. Who is this visitor? Well, he, a sort of wry smile comes to his face. I'm sure you can guess, with not too many guesses. An enemy pirate ship laden with contraband, sorcerers. Yeah. Is it the executioner? It's always the executioner. No, no, no. I am the executioner. He gives you a, he gives you a short bow. I am Don Jose Alejandro Gustavo de Zepeda. At your service. Does that, is he one of the, like, the Zepeda? Um, <clears throat> how much, how much do you know of Castilian royalty? Probably a little bit with the courtier skill, but not. Okay. He's, not much. he's yeah. one of the sort of middle nobility. He's not, he's not like, he's not like Nouveau Riche and he's not one of the heads of the, of the family, but he's in the middle there. He's got money. Yeah, he's got a good amount of money, good amount of influence. Mm. He's probably here because he wants to be. Hmm. By the way, uh, you probably know, at least uh, anyone who has the courtier skill, knows that the Zepeda family were one of the races, were one of the families that were knocked out of their homelands by the war in Montaigne, or the war with Montaigne. They're known for being pious and isolationist. Hmm. Is it the boy king who's coming to see us? No, no, good King Sandoval is not coming. His puppet master? He's been called that, yes. Oh, is it him? Indeed it is. By the time the week is out, you all will have had a visit from the esteemed Cardinal Verdugo. Oh, that is that is exciting. But you are now. And for those of you who don't know, Cardinal Verdugo is the head of the Inquisition. He's, he also, the, uh, he's also the acting pope, right? Yeah. Uh, the, there, there is no acting pope, per se, but uh, he is the acting head of the church. Right, yeah. Vidacci doesn't like it because Vidacci wants to be the head of the church. Right. Essentially, there has to be a, there has to be a vote with all the cardinals to, uh, to establish a new hierophants, is the word they use. Right. But, uh... I forgot. But, uh... All of the cardinal, that cardinal and all of his possible successors disappeared at once. So Cardinal Verdugo decided to step up as Grand Inquisitor. How noble of him. Where he quickly went on to outlaw, sorcery, heresy, science. Not Bibles? All of these things. I see, well, we'll appeal to Emperor Montaigne. L'Empereur will not find you here. Soon there will likely be nowhere in Castile he does not, cannot be found. Appeal all you like. He does not know about this place. What is the purpose for, for us being here? You are to be executed, but not before Verdugo has extracted a confession. Why even bother with, the, with looking for a confession? For your sake. He would like to save all of your souls. I'll confess, I didn't say my Hail Mary's last Sunday. A transgression I'm sure he will have you pay for. I know it. 
she technically has a rosary around her neck, but it's just all the Dachins wear it irrelevant of if they're actually religious. So what tortures will he put us through to make us confess? Oh, I'm no high torturer. Perhaps burning, perhaps Iron Maiden, perhaps water torture, perhaps the rack. I don't know. I'm sure he'll bring his own little toys. I hope he's bringing much parchment. I have sinned much. I'm sure he will be all too ecstatic to learn such things. He enjoys a challenge. As do I. By the way, any of you, any of you looking at him can make uh, perception checks. Keen senses apply. 16. 22. 2. 4. <laughs> Look, I'm too busy trying to keep his attention and keep him from looking over the rest of the party much. Uh, Kevin, I got you beat. <laughs> You've won the race to the bottom. <laughs> you can't even tell what color he's wearing. I mean, Francesca. the lights are pretty low. Oh, yeah. Francesca, he brings his hands up in front of him and rings them slightly. And you can see bright flecks of gold on his gloves. Hmm. I assume he's not wearing rings outside of the gloves. No, you just see little spots of gold. Those are some mighty fine gloves you got there. I've got a few guilders if you want to pass them this way. I'm afraid my gloves are mine. What a shame. And uh, now that you've got attention to them, and you can see that the same flecks of gold across them. Hmm. Does that mean anything to someone who knows a bit about Yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm pulling this like gold gloves. Anything a courier would know here. <laughs> Has he ever handled gold bars? Yeah. Uh, he, like... It like it doesn't appear to be an intentional thing about his gloves. Oh, okay. Okay. Otherwise, I was going to try I... and roll fashion. No, it's it's not. Yeah, it's, no. it's not a fashion Same. thing. Yeah, no. I'm sitting here thinking they're leather and gold speckled gloves. Uh, natural yeah. philosophy. Sure. Is this a thing that is explainable by science? <laughs> um, if geology falls under there, sure. Yeah, I, I, it's they're they're. I'm not sure if there's. I think natural philosophy is more physics and chemistry. I don't remember if geology was a was one of the advanced snacks I could have taken. Either way, I roll natural philosophy. It's okay. Fine. You know, for having the etiquette skills, I'm, I'm kind of off. Let's see. Um, that is a twenty-one. All right. In your work with um, in your work in your work with alchemy, you had this happen to you quite a few times. This man has been working with raw gold ore. Hmm. You just make your way from the mines? He smiles wryly. Yes and no. Hmm. I would like to see that. See what now? These mines. He uh, smiles, reaches, reaches his arm out past the uh, iron gates and drags his fingernails across the stone with a loud screeching noise. He pulls them back, and you can see um, more flecks of gold on the front of his fingers. You already have. Welcome to La Prision del Oro. Hmm. And he begins to, and he uh, turns on his heel and walks away. And when he opens the door, you can hear the tweeting of the bird again. Ah, uh, okay, that makes sense now. Yeah. Head on ground. Sight of mines and cells. 
You, you're from here. Ever heard of Golden Mines? Or, yeah. Does she know of any uh, gold mines? Um, there, there are a couple of gold mines dotted here and there. Uh, the man introduced himself as a Zepeda, and there are a couple of gold mines in Zepeda territory, but it would be strange for to, them to have a prison there considering it's Montane territory at the moment. There are a couple of gold mines in uh, the ter- ter- territory. It's Montane. Yes, he wouldn't want us near Montane right now. You do know that there is a gold mine not far from the, uh, the port town you were um, firing uh, on the Inquisition ship outside of? Although there is actually a gold mine not too far from the port where our ship sank. Hmm. And we'll start kind of scratching around the area surrounding the bars. The rock seems solid, and the iron gate is bolted in several places to the uh, to the rock walls. There are small gaps here and there, but none of them are larger than the actual gaps between the bars. Sure. Um, is it possible to get a, um, is it possible to get an idea of how these holes were made in any sort of, I mean, I'm guessing it was a, uh, actually, I don't know. I, I don't actually know the tools of this era, um, for boring into, you know, stone. I'm guessing it was some kind of bore. Uh, generally pickaxe and a lot of elbow grease. Um, a couple of large, uh, mo- mostly large hand tools. Sure. Yeah, she'll start looking through. She'll start looking around to see if there are any, see if there's any uh, faults. If it followed any kind of, um, if it followed any sort of grain in the stone that could be exploited. I'm guessing they built. The, I'm guessing they. Check, I'm guessing pretty... they built this prison competently, but I'm willing to. I'm willing to try and uh, see if they didn't. Sure. Natural. Natural philosophy with a fairly high TN. Okie doke. That's fair. Um. Yeah, no, this isn't my other skill. That is, I'm much better at. Um, and do drama dice only have to be spent after a roll? Uh, you've been them before, but basically the the sweet spot is after you roll, but before I tell you the results. Sure, sure. Yeah, it's been a few years since I played. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Yeah, why not? Let's go for broke. I'll throw a drama die into this. Okay. <laughs> See if I can get anything out of it. Uh, nope. Uh, okay, so that is, uh, 30. Um, given a good day and a half, you think you could maybe get some, get some of the bolts loose, maybe get to a position where the smaller ones of you could get through? Alright, there's no chance we could try and, there's no chance we could try and get the, um, the gate actually sort of loose enough that we could, uh, turn it into its own door, basically. It would take time, and you're not exactly sure when Cardinal Verdugo is coming. Sure. Do you... At least just kind of... Just like... Anne. Yeah? You're more than the scientist tonight. Do you know the melting point of gold? Does it melt easier than... than iron? Yeah. This, uh... This wall... Uh, this wall... It is... Uh, she kind of knocks on it. Solid stone with some gold flecks. If I melted the gold in it, put it leave enough holes that it would be easy to take down. What do we have to lose? You are correct. She stands back and kind of, you know, puts out an arm saying, go have at it. 
Should I stand back? Is that that's what I should do? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, do that thing. She'll, uh, she actually doesn't approach it. She actually, uh, is that a, is, is that a uh, decent distance from it and just kind of holds out a hand and concentrates? Um, she does not actually have, she, she can, uh, she can do this from very far away. Uh, sure. What are you trying to do again? I don't think you're ever going to be at a particular distance in this jail cell. Oh, yes. I was, I was saying she just, she doesn't, <laughs> yeah, yeah, she doesn't have right. to, she doesn't have to be right up against something. Sure, to, sure. To, uh, yeah. Uh, she's going to try to melt the gold that, uh, that is, um, flecked throughout the, uh, the, uh, the stone wall, uh, hoping to basically put enough holes in the stone wall, um, that, uh, it would be fairly easy to just knock over or knock through. Okay. Um, give me your, it's the feed neck. Hmm? Give me your feed neck, I think. Is that it? Isn't it, um, concentrates or? Uh, let me look real quick at the base handbook or sorcery handbook. Yeah, let's see what, what do you have? Uh, I have uh, pyromancy. Well, yes, but the knacks in it. The knacks in it that I have written down here are concentrate, extinguish, and range. Okay. All right. Extinguish puts out a fire. Concentrate lets you control an additional fire, and range gives you uh, distance. Feed is what makes a that is what lets you continue fire and things like that. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Uh, just kind of concentrates like really, really hard, then just strains and then uh, sighs. I'm sorry. I, I think I read the fire source. Well, don't we have a lantern or something nearby? Yes, there are some uh, things you might be able to move under certain conditions. And uh, even if you can't increase a fire, you can sort of push fire in a direction, even if you can't make it leave its source. Well, I'll maybe like this then. She holds out one, uh, one hand towards the torches and uh, will draw the fire from the torches into the wall and just kind of push it up against the wall. All right. Um... Is there anything anyone would like to do and try to aid this action? If you're clever people, I bet you can think of something. Um, yeah, actually, would it help, or I guess I'll ask, like, would, it, would it help with the fire closer? Yeah, he's tall and wiry. He might be able to reach out and pull it, get it towards Not only that, but but they didn't leave him naked. He can just, you know, tear his sleeve off and try to get it if it's, like, within hand reach. Oh, right. In, anything to... Keep the fire going. I can't keep the fire going. I need natural, you know. All right, yeah. Let me let me try something. Uh, yeah. So, how far away is the? I guess it's a candle or a sconce or something. That's um, it's fire, a probably not within arm's reach. There are torches on the walls, and that is what the primary fire. I assume you're moving is. Yeah, I'm, but what I'm saying is like, where is it? Oh, like it's just, uh, just outside the cell on either side. Like just without, just out of arm's reach, or something like that. Yeah, you can probably just barely touch it with your fingers, with your long arms. Yeah, he's got like I'm not sure if not working rigging either of those would would help. Um, mm. but he's basically just gonna like tear off a like a portion of his sleeve or or something like that, and try to like kind of get a hold of it so he can maybe pull it close enough to so that he can grab grab hold of it. You know. You've done enough makeshifting with uh, the ropes back on the ships that, sure, rigging works. 
All right, so that'd be what wits and rigging. Um, or wits or finesse, your choice. Wits to be smart about it, finesse to just have the muscle to, memory to down. Lasso it, yeah. yeah. All right, give me a second. Seventeen. Seventeen. All right. What exactly are you trying to do with it? With your sleeve? Uh, you mentioned it was like kind of just out of arm's reach. Yes. And like torches are usually like since they have to be replaced because they need fuel. Right. It's they're it's, like uh, wedged they're like into of, a it's wedged yeah, into a circular sconce thing. Yeah, he's basically just going to kind of lean it over in the sconce to be able to get fingers around it, and then use the fingers to be able to get you know get a fist hold of it and then pull it out. All right, you have a torch. You want you to advent- the other one too, so we have two. I, I can give it a shot, but here, someone hold this. You adventure gamed your way into a torch. <laughs> <laughs> use torch. Valentino on the hold the torch with a smug sort of look on his face. All right, good. Just keep that here for the time being. I'm going to use that to. As- 22 for the other one, I assume I get it. Uh, yeah. Like, you, I'm sorry, you didn't really have to roll for that. You just do the same move again, but yeah, you get the torch. We have twice the fire. You have two fires. So, uh, so she is basically, like, holds out one hand towards one torch, one hand towards the other, and just kind of, like, brings her hands together. (laughs) Is it going to concentrate? Both flames onto the wall. Okay. Let's see. Sure. Roll me wits plus concentrate. Okay. Let's concentrate. Seventeen. Seventeen. All right. Over the course of the next hour, the cell becoming almost intolerably hot. You press this fire against the wall, and over time, you can hear dripping outside the wall. There's a just faint at first, and then considerably faster, just drip, 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 drip. And looking from the far end of the, looking from the far end of the cell, you can see little flecks of molten gold falling onto the ground outside the wall. She can't actually. She probably can't actually tell if it's working or not. She's just like that one track minds out of necessity. <laughs> She's probably just so fucking tired at this point. About thirty minutes later, the you're struggling to stay awake. the The fire inside you is no longer comforting you. It's just sort of pulsing and uncomfortable. Finally, with a with a sort of splattering noise. A large chunk of the gold vein falls out. You have a feeling that's about all the gold you're going to get out of this wall? She drops her uh, her concentration on it. Uh, the, the fire just kind of mostly extinguishing. Uh, she just uh, collapses to her knees, uh, gasping. Alright, you've taken a significant amount of rock out of the wall past the wall. Are any of the iron bars looser now? Not especially. But you've created an an empty hole past the wall, if you want to use that for something. I'll leave it to the stronger of you to take care of the rest. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Teos. Impressive. Uh, 
could kind of take a look at it. So basically, there's like a, like a sort of Swiss cheese hole running through part of the rock now, basically. Essentially. With one big hole in the middle. Uh, what are the torches? Are they like uh, uh, wood, sturdy wood? Sturdy wood with uh, with basically metal O-rings around them. Ooh. Hmm. Does it look in any way breakable? It seems like with enough effort, you might be able to break part of this wall loose now. Uh, hmm. uh, Anne will... Whatever, these, these clothes are waterlogged anyway. She'll tear a, a sizable sleeve off her shirt. Uh, I need to find enough of the torches. And, uh, yeah, here, get it away from me. It's already hot enough in here. Yeah, and she'll take the sleeve, wrap it around. You said there... Um, see if she can find a torch-sized hole in the wall. Or a torch hilt sized hole in the wall. Well, uh, you could crack some of the rock to make a hole of that sort. Yeah, she'll kind of wedge it in. Um, uh, try and I don't know. I'm guessing the end of it kind of, the end of it's out at this point. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure what my angle is, but try and pound it in a little bit further. Yeah, sure. Uh, give me a brawn plus one ko for leverage. All right. Uh, and plus another ko for large. <laughs> Um, I think so. All right, cool. Yeah. If if that's one of the things large does, absolutely. It gives me it makes you pl- punch harder. It gives me I'm plus. Sure, it says it gives but... me plus one to damage uh, on damage and resolve checks to intimidate. Uh, sure. All right. I'm, I'm not here to. I get plus enemy. one KO on damaging this wall with my fists. I mean, Just plus damage. <laughs> Christ, that was a bad roll. Um, I only got one drama die left. I don't want to spend it right here, but it's, then again, this it's, is our it's, escape. It's, it's fine. You, this will just determine how long it takes. Uh, I got a 14. 14 is fine. It's one point below average. Yeah. It's just all like, right. it was it's, all like, th- it was all like threes and then a seven. <laughs> it takes a while. You bruise your arm up a bit, moving, trying to push into it. Finally, you manage to put a foot up against one bar of the iron gate and push with both hands on the uh, torch. Well, she's also snap. got the yeah. She's also got the shirt sleeve wrapped around and is using the tensile strength and the iron bars as some kind of crude block and tackle. <laughs> right, you're doing all of this, and finally, a large hunk of stone cracks out and leaves one of the bolts bare. <sighs> There's one. <sighs> How many to go? Or how many are left? Don't think about that. Think of only the success. Yeah, well, take take a rest. I'll I'll, uh, I'll work on the next bit. Yeah, yeah, I, you do that. And just for fun, you uh you also do that. <laughs> <laughs> you also do that thing I said. Yeah, give give me brawn plus two ko. Is it was that a particularly loud noise? Uh, there's a pretty loud cracking noise from it, but if you if you had someone to catch the fallen bit of rock, it wouldn't be too bad. Okay. Also, I imagine these corridors let us know pretty easily if somebody's coming. Yeah, there's a lot of it's, echoing. It's just like, well, what do you know? Jail. <laughs> uh, 32. Christ. 32. Alright, so you hand the torch over to him. He sticks it in the bottom hole, puts his foot up against it, and pushes. And the stone cracks out and leaves the second bolt on the right side clean. You ever try to get a plow through Inish soil? This is nothing. I cannot say I've ever been to Inishmore. I wouldn't. Not a place you want to go. 
Uh, I will keep it in mind if we survive this. Alright, that's two out of what, three? That's all of the ones on the right side. There's none on the top, and all that's left is the bottom and left ones. However, with a, with a great deal of concerted efforts, you believe you can get someone small through the top right by just flexing the iron gate a little. Oh god. Uh, is, uh, is Francesca the, the slightest I'm the, among I'm us? The, I'm the tiniest. Do you actually have a small, uh, No, advantage? I'm 5'1. I'm one, yeah. I'm one inch over small. Okay. No one actually took small. Anne, Anne stands up, cracks her neck, cracks her knuckles. Let's do this. Yeah, yeah, one I think moment. we can get her through with both of us push it. What do you think? Hold on one moment, just in case. And he reaches in front of him and sticks his fingers into nothing and starts pulling open a hole in the world. Right. So, in your mind, Valentine, you stick your fingers in, it feels like you're pressing your fingers through raw steak. As you pull, you can feel the you can feel the warm flow of blood running down your arms as the universe screams in protest of you opening this hole. Glad my magic is not this gross. And he read he sticks his hand in. It's cold. He grabs on the other side of Mangosh and pulls it back through. Why didn't you do this sooner? Oh yeah, that that could that could work too. Well, uh, he leaves the hole open for a moment, and he uh, tosses the mangouch to her and then reaches in again. And he pulls out a pistol and tosses it to Anne. She'll start checking it over. It's a pistol. One shot. How loaded is it on a scale of yes to no? <laughs> there would be uh, no it's, point it's, keeping it blooded if it wasn't loaded. It's at a solid yes. And indeed, you see... Um, on the handle and the uh, on the handle of the gun and the hilt of the knife, you can see a faint trace of human blood. And then he'll reach in one more time and pull his hand out, wielding his puzzle sword. Do you happen to keep like a bottle of stout in there, perhaps? I will buy you alcohol <sighs> if we get out of here. Would you really want to drink it? That's Fair. all I've got. Fair fucking point. As he uh, tries to wipe some of the, essentially, the world's blood off his forearms. <laughs> and, and he she... probably comes out with several cuts on his hands from where he reached through. And that, I would presume, is why he did not do that before. There was no point if it wasn't going to work. And I had nothing that could get us out. Of course. Could have shot that fucker, though. And then we have a corpse on the outside of the uh, door. We don't even know if he had a key. Yeah, but at least he would have gotten that smug fucking smile off his face. <sighs> You're right, it is tempting. don't want him dead until we can use it. It is tempting, but... Yeah, but... But I, I want to see him afraid first. She still can do that. Just shove me up there and give me the knife and I'll get out of here and try and help us somehow. <laughs> this is not going to be pleasant, I can already tell. Alright, what's the plan, everyone? Uh, yeah, have the two strong folks bend bars and lift gates uh, until uh, until we can get her through. Yeah. yeah. All right, Francesca. Uh, do you feel as if you would need support? Eh, not a whole lot I can do out there without you know any of my things. I would really like a quarterstaff, but I don't see a very nice, well-hewn Avalon quarterstaff waiting for me on the outside. I'm afraid I... that, that's beyond my ability right now. No, 
What I, I meant is that it. I could likely fit through there as well. I mean... Well, we got it fried open. We might as well. I mean, right. well, I don't mind. Yeah. All right. Pick your two favorite to make uh, Brawn plus 2K. Uh... Um, yeah, no, I've got 4K2 on that. 5K3. Sick. I'm going I'm to I'm 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 pick him. Yeah, I'll I'll take I'll take the the boxer. Right, Not that I don't love the Avalon, uh, the Amazonian uh, Dutch girl. This is pick the favorite two, so I, I assume the two strong people. But... You can use the same one if you want. These might get tired. Oh, oh, I see. One after the other. Gotcha. How much do you weigh, Elise? Uh, Elise weighs like 120 pounds. Hey, we're the same weight. Awesome. I was going to see if one of us was slightly heavier, I mean. Each of you combined makes one Anne. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if we stood on each other's shoulders, we would also create an Anne. (laughs) Mekashiva. Mekashiva. Oh, come on, Mekashiva. Alright, so first one is a 26. Okay, who's going first? I'll do it. Okay. How scratched up do I get crawling through rock? And bent uh, iron bars. Yeah. yeah. You you get you get a boost from the others as you as you sort of worm your way up through the uh as you worm your way up through the bars. Uh just, whoever's gonna make the second roll, go ahead and make me the second roll. Do I, I need see. anything to not land and fall on my ass? Nah. Alright. Uh you gonna make uh, that I or should I? I? Yeah. Alright, uh that one's well, okay. So since I have to like add dice and shit before TN, mm-hmm. and I don't have a total grasp, like should I add dice to an eighteen, or would that be sufficient? Probably. I'm asking people who aren't the GM, obviously. That should probably I... be sufficient for a relatively mundane role. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I can tell you what the uh, what the game says uh, the TNs represent. Uh, is that just on a page somewhere? We don't need to take time to, to yeah. go through that. Basically, 15's average, 20's challenging. Okay. Yeah, so, um, 18. 18. Alright. Alright. So, you manage to push on the bars, and the corner of the thing manages to lean out just a little bit. Enough for uh, Francesca to go first and worm her way out the top, and uh, roll out at the top and land on her feet outside the gate. At least things go a little bit worse for you. Not exceptionally worse, but you're a little bit larger, I believe. And uh by like and, two inches. Yeah, she's right. two inches taller than me. <laughs> and uh and Declan, for just a second as she's going through, your feet slip and the uh oh. iron bar twists back a little. Sort mm. of pin- pinches you in the diaphragm. Uh take five flesh wounds. No, no need to make a brawn check to pre- to prevent dramatic wounds. Automatic She's success. She's gonna reach up to try and help her down as quickly and as painlessly yeah, no, no, as no, possible. No, so, sorry, sorry. Uh, listen, you on the other side, fucking pull it down. Shit. She's up. She's trying to help as best she can. But with a quick, uh, but with a quick redoubling of effort, you manage to come through. Oh, oh, holy God! There's a small, there's a small clapping from the other cell. Your, your noble entourage thinks she gives you a ten out of ten. I didn't know I was performing for a fucking. 
I do not want to hear it, Nolesco. Knife, now. I'm, I'm not leaving here without something to stab someone with. Oh, I thought Tierney gave, gave her the oh. knife. Oh, well, yeah. then he can pass it, it through the door if it was going to be an impediment to moving through. Well, no, I don't. Yeah. Honestly, We're... sharp things would have not been good in that situation, so just full hand it through the bars. Yes, yeah. knife get. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you have one person and one and one knife person. So, uh, are there any keys in the hallway in some little alcove at the end of the hallway in a little room or anything? They do not appear to keep the keys in the same room as the cells, un- <sighs> un- unguarded. Cartoons Elise, have lied to me. Elise, uh, by the way, will we'll, uh, take a, another torch from a, from one of the sconces. Okay. And hold that. It gets noticeably darker. Not the torch in the cell. Yeah. They have they have less light to stare at each other with. Well, there's I'm nothing sorry, in here. I'm I may need this. She says to to the to, to uh, the the two guys and gal. Uses a donut in here. There's nothing here in this hallway. We're gonna have to leave to try and find something. I sincerely ask that you remember who got you out of there. Of course! Uh, Is she walking okay with essentially a metal bar trying to crack her ribs? Uh, The bar is no longer trying to crack her ribs. Well, no, but I mean, lasting damage-wise, her and Elisa walking. She just took five flesh wounds, no problem. Okay. It it was just uncomfortably. It it squished her uncomfortably. Oh, that's not bad, then. It squished... The rib cage area more than a corset usually does. It was, a, Ooh, yeah, it was, no. it was displeasing. Un- unpleasant, but not rib breaking. Let's say what, what what damage could that situation have done to you that your clothing hasn't done already? <laughs> I was gonna be asked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is there anything out in the hallway besides the sconces that we've already raided? Not in particular. Well, and then the molten gold that's probably yeah, started you land, to you landed on a You landed in a small pool of uh, flexible gold. I'm guessing with all the time we've spent breaking this, the flexible yeah. the pool of gold has since turned into like a big disc. Yeah, it, it's not particularly damaging. It's just sort of a hunk of gold now. And it is stuck to the ground. Well, understandably. So there's nothing in the hallway whatsoever. We're going to have to go outside. It is true. All right. I'll leave. We will return as soon as we can. I'll lead. I've got the pointy thing. Keep an eye on my back while we keep going. She's going to slowly pull the door open and kind of peek outside, see if there's any guards out there. All right. Roll me a stealth check. Uh, Do you have stealth? I may. Oh, no. That's my other character you're thinking of, dear. All <laughs> I right, don't have rogue. stealth. <laughs> All right. You're, you're thinking of the paid rogue. So it's going to be finesse keeping finesse, except yeah. your dice don't explode and the TN yeah. is increased by five. Oh, that's gonna be gross. That is the untrained penalty. Yeah. Uh, sixteen. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Yeah, if you grab a hold of the handle and move it just forward enough to see that you're in a small hallway, about let's call it fifty feet long. And on each side of the corridor, there's, um, at each side of the corridor, there's five doors. And in front of, in front of each door, there is a, uh, cage with a canary tweeting in it. Okay. At one end of, what's that? Go Go on. At one end of the corridor, it just ends in rock wall. The other end of the corridor, you see it opens up into a large, um, 
it opens up into a larger chamber, and you can see light casting down on the far wall of it. But you can also see about five guards that haven't noticed you yet. Mm-hmm. They're down in that chamber? Yeah. Okay. They appear to be sitting around a table playing some sort of card game. There's nothing towards the end of the hallway where it's just a stone wall? No, just more doors. More doors. And it, like, are, the, are they just wooden doors? Like, are they just... I'm assuming they're entrances to a mine. Uh, they're thick wooden doors, but wooden doors nonetheless. Alright. He's gonna put a finger to her lips and back to Elise and slowly try creeping down the hallway, keeping to the darkest side if she can, avoiding crashing into canary cages. Elise, oh, jeez, she actually, because she's carrying a torch. Uh, yeah, are you going to bring the torch along on this I've, stealth I've, stealth mission? <laughs> oh, man, it sucks I mean, to not be able to create your own fire. Uh, yeah. Snake yeah. is a sneaking mission. <laughs> yeah, she extinguishes the torch. Okay. You don't have to okay. extinguish it. You just sort of leave it in the hallway, but... Okay, well, yeah, I mean... You can also extinguish it if you like. Uh, keep it lit. We may need to run back and use it. <laughs> uh, okay, she leaves it in the hallway, in that case. Sure. The two tiny women creep slowly down the hallway towards the five guys who are gambling. All right. I'll let you uh, keep the roll from before. Yes. I don't think I could have rolled that good again. At least until you, at least until after you get this bit of information. <gasps> you hear the uh, Castilian. You can hear, hear the Castilian guards arguing. Ha! Four of Cups. That's a diamond, right? No, that's not a diamond. You said it would be fun playing with that woman's cards. She's not happy. She is very not happy. It is clearly not a diamond. It's a fucking cup. Do you see any diamonds? Diamonds are Trump, and that is a cup. Her her knuckles are kind of white, because that's a uh, couple of century old sort of deck. There are five of them. I'm aware. And uh, one one of them takes a carpenter's hand and flicks it at the other. And I suppose this sword is a spade, then. She she is very not pleased and surprised for once. She's trying to be more calm than normal. She's slowly she's gonna move up behind the guy who said it was a pentacle and say it is a fucking cup and try and get him in the back of the neck. It's too bad All you don't right. have a staff, or else you could have given him the Ace of Canes. I know, right? There, there wasn't a whole lot to do in this situation, but it's not fucking cup. It, or it is a fucking cup. Sure, roll me a surprise knife attack outside of initiative. Oh, what makes it surprise? God, this is gone. Surprise because he didn't know. Well, I know, but I mean, what does that mean for me in rolling? Um, his TN is reduced to five, essentially. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Um, wait a second. Uh, which way do you go? Where's the dot? Okay. 27. Alright, knock out or kill? Mm. She'll go ahead and just knock him out. He may have something on. Well, oh yeah, when she knocks him out, she's gonna see if she can grab anything better off him. Are you just gonna knock him out? Yeah, probably better. Alright, he's not carrying anything much better than your weapon. At least, you can't, nothing you can really use better than that weapon. But, uh, you take the hilt of the knife into the side of his head. And you see something very peculiar happen, sort-wise. Oh, lovely. That's going to be interesting. What's happening? You see that from him to his four, uh, from his four, him to his four allies, mm-hmm. there were red strings 
probably from the card game. Okay. Inexplicably, well, there is an explanation. You probably know what it is. Oh, God. Those cords leap to you. Damn it. They all scream and start running at you. Now we roll initiative. Fucking Maker and fucking Ariana. I do not believe this was such a good idea, after all. Did you have a better idea? Bringing the torch. Won't go back and grab it. Alright, what is initiative? Uh, just roll your um, wits. Okay. But don't explode anything. Oh, it's so, un- Uncheck un- explode? How do I uncheck explode here? Oh, I need another one. Uh, but- because you're not rolling a proper check. You're just... Yeah, you- Keep, just make sure you just note down the di- the actual numbers on each of the dice. Don't add it together or anything. Okay. Yeah, there's a thing called rolls that shows you the rolls. Ah, okay. Okay. Alright. Okay. Um, Let's see. Uh, let see. Yeah, and if you want to press E, you oh. do want to explode okay. yourself. Um, alright then, uh, wow. That was actually really good. Uh, I probably should put it in, should I put it in ascending order or something? Ascending order, yeah. So unfortunately, you want low numbers here. Yeah, yeah, because then we act first. Okay. And just as this is being set up, um, the rest of you, the door opens on the cell, or the, on the hallway. And the noble walks back in. Wait, what door? I thought the hallway went straight down into where we were currently standing. One of the side doors. Like he's oh, an ex- okay. Remember, the okay. guy opened a gotcha. door and there was a bird yeah. chirping. Yeah, now I remember now. Sorry. There was an exterior door. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, is going to arrange... Like... I assume that there's no place to that the cells are set up in such a way that anyone on the outside can view anything on the inside. Like there's no sort of corners to it, no right. place to hide, basically. Right, unless you're thin enough to hide behind like a one-inch outcropping. Yeah, no. If you weren't, if you up. weren't your size, you could try and hide behind Anne. <laughs> Unfortunately, no. I think you're the only person. At least I can hide behind you or Anne. Yeah. Uh, Valentin will, uh, he'll stand near the door, but he'll hold the sword behind him so it's not visible. Yeah, and we'll, Yeah, De- uh, Declan's gonna set himself up, uh, basically, he is all the way to, like, let's say the guy is coming from our left, he will be at the left edge of the front of the cell, like, so if he's close, he can maybe grab him or something. Yeah, and he, will- he stays, with a practice walk, he stays in the middle of the hallway. Mm-hmm. He looks in, a sour look crosses his face. Does he look at the puddle of gold on the floor? His eyes move down to that. Where are the other two? Your walls just melted. Tell me where the other two are. I do not know. They're off uh, confessing their sins or some, some such thing. Where did they go? They Perhaps your really, mother's house. Really bad. He frowns. Yeah, perhaps they, are, perhaps they are going to your mother. With milk and cookies. This frown turns into a confused frown. We'll have to work on that. <laughs> I love you, Anne. We'll have her swear and look an Englishman in no time. And some tea. I appreciate the effort. He pulls a pistol out. 
We're going to try this again. Tell me where they've gone. Oh, we are playing that game. She pulls her pistol out. <laughs> Shit. All right, now you guys Shit. roll for initiative. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. He's a noble, right? He sure is. Fuck. You're gay, sir. What? You left that way. Fuck. All right. So uh, he's going to try and sprint for the door. You guys can make... Uh, he's going to try and make an active dodge. You get one shot on him. He gets to make an active dodge to try and get away from it. Is he running past the hole in the wall? Um, I suppose he would be, since he crossed it to uh, get to the gate. All right. I'll say Valentine is actually running toward the wall, and he's going to try to uh, pierce his leg through the wall if uh, he gets past the shot. Also, I'm uh, uh, also my trick shooting allows me to ignore whatever penalties these iron bars in my way are providing. Sure. Nice. All right. Both, both of you roll me an attack. All right. And uh, he's not he's not in fist range. I assume. <laughs> you can try and grab his collar. You got some real long arms. I, I don't think he stood anywhere near the door. Most likely. Oh. Yeah, no, he's a good jailer. Let's see, yeah. Okay, that's not shabby. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh... Oh, are we rolling initi- initiative along with this, or just... Or is this an attack? I think he's going to get away if we don't kill him, or if we don't hit okay. him. Yeah, if you, if you don't um, take him shit, down, I should have. I forgot I could call for raises. Oh well, um, that's I, fine. Yeah. Um, a raise would only increase your damage by one KO. Okay. Uh, let's see. That is, uh, I rolled a forty-three. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, one of the dice yes. exploded twice. <laughs> All right. So he sees the blade, and in a moment's reflex, he jumps over it, and then he gets shot and square in the back. <laughs> roll, roll, roll damage. Alright, this is probably going to be a lot less insane. Than the 43? Yeah. I had to roll the 43 oh. on attack so I can roll like 3 on damage. And, Firearms and, uh, keep a lot, and then they, uh... uh oh also... yeah, they also have, they have a lower, they have a lower, uh, yeah. threshold. Yeah, no. It's they, like, they, they, they cause extra dramatic wounds at twice the rate of normal weapons. Yeah. Alright, no whammies, no whammies. Uh, ooh. Are there whammies? Damage explodes, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh boy. Uh, 23 damage. Not bad. It's a gun. <laughs> All right. He's running away, and he jumps into the air. Time almost slows down for a moment for you. <laughs> As you wait for him to pass, go through the bars, you fire the gun, and the bullet strikes him in the spine. The, the the added force pushes him, it pushes his torso forward and he cracks his face on the ground and doesn't move anymore. Whoa. Meanwhile, in the other room. <laughs> oh, where things are less ideal. <laughs> I don't know, we did just kill royalty. <laughs> I, I mean, five to two with one gauche, I mean. He, he's royalty? I don't know. He's some kind he, of nobility, he's low, at least. He's, he's noble. Okay. He's low-grade yeah, noble. He's, he's nobility. He's not in the Sandoval dynasty. Okay, yeah. All right. So, going back to the other combats. Does anyone have a one? Nope. No. Anyone have a two? No. Nope. This dude does. Oh, of course he does. The, man, the other man who was playing uh, cards, the one who tossed the sword at him, he... Puts a hand on the table and slides over it, and he's going to try and come at you, Francesca, with his uh, with his short sword. Okay. What is your TN to be hit? Uh, what? How do I do that again? 
Um, five plus five times your footwork, likely, or parry knife. Okay, so five times... Say that again? Five plus five times your uh, defense knack. Oh, okay. Uh, let's do some math. That's always fun. And some vagaries of um, the initiative system. You may use a uh, die that shows the current round, as in, like, now it's... it's that shows the current phase. It's phase two right now. Yeah. To uh, do an active defense. And at any time, you may spend two future dice to get a dice in the current phase. Basically, it's called an interrupt action. Yeah, no, I'm doing math is all. Yeah, 25. 25. And that's with parry knife. Really? You have four points of parry knife? I have four K3 and one exploded. Oh, no, you, oh, you don't. You only allowed oh. three? You don't roll it. You, uh, oh, sorry. You do yeah. five plus five times the amount of points you have in it. Yeah, unless you're uh, actively defending. I'm bad. That's Wrong okay. kind of math. Um, six. Okay. So, you can blame this one on the, uh, on the curse. I can blame everything on the curse. Let's just be real. An almost trance-like, uh, an almost trance-like hatred comes over him as he grabs you by the collar and jabs the short sword into your side. Oh. And the short sword does... 38 flesh wounds. Ugh. Roll me a brawn check. Okay. 10. 10. Okay, so because you failed by 20, you take one dramatic wound and then an additional dramatic wound. Alright, so two dramatic wounds right now. What's your resolve? Three. Okay, so you're not crippled yet. No. But I'm on the fast track to being there. Alright, so he gets you real bad. You can feel the blade tear into you. And blood starts running down the side of your leg. Mmm, yay. Alright, does anyone have a three? I do. Okay, it's your turn. I'm gonna dab him in the fucking head. Alright, called shot? It doesn't, no, doesn't have this to be is, a called shot, I'm just joking. This, this is not a knockout. This is a kill you and take your sword out of me so it can be used. You're probably better with the knife than you are with the short sword. Oh yeah, I don't have anything in short. Elise, can you use a short sword at all? It's a fencing weapon in this case. Yeah. yeah. She's she's a little busy to uh to respond to you. Uh no, she doesn't have. Out of okay, she can't use it. All right, no point other than to actually probably keep it in so I don't bleed out. Twenty-seven. That's a hit. Roll me damage. So it's on a knife, it's 1k2, but you add your brawn in no, on the kit. I have, I have 3k2. Yes. 9, 19, 23. Alright. Alright, you bring your arm back with a knife in it and get him in the side of the head with it. And with a, and you pop it in, pull it out, and push him over, and he falls to the ground dead. Does anyone I'm have a. Sorry? I'm of no use towards the end till the end of the round, just to say, let at least know. Okay, does anyone have a four? Anyone have a five? These two guys do. Yay. Two of the others who are just sort of against the wall, they let out a, another yell of hatred, and they and each of them run towards both of you. So, uh, you say you have no footwork, Knack, at least. Correct. And I imagine you don't have uh, parry nothing. 
uh, parry knight, but she doesn't have a knife on her. Gotcha. Sure. All right. So each of them is going to take a swing at you with their short swords. Standard issue, of course. They're swinging at uh, only Elise? Each of them is going to swing at each of you. Oh, okay. One each. All right. The one going after Francesca misses. Yay. And the one going after Elise hits four. Nineteen flesh wounds. Make me a brawn check. Okay. Does it explode at all? It does explode. Okay. I'm glad I figured out my whole fate lash exploding uh, thing only applies when I'm doing sword to stuff. Yeah. Almost. Almost had it. Uh, I got a 15. Okay. So you lose all your flesh wounds, and they become one dramatic wound. By the way, um, Fra- all of Tra- Francesca's flesh wounds are gone, too, oh. because they turned into two dramatic wounds. Oh, yeah. I- yeah. I'm just sitting here with two dramatic wounds, two-thirds of the way to cripple so Francesca manages to duck under the second attack, where Elise manages to uh, take a pretty glancing blow from it down the side of her arm. Mm. Wait, 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 wait! Isn't is there not something that we can do to to uh, to duck this out? <sighs> looks 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 at the unconscious man and dead man. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Does anyone have a six? No. Seven. Yep. Go. Uh, are there any sources of fire? Torches. Um, sure. Either? Yeah, there's a there's torches on the uh, the vestibule, whatever. The transition okay. from hallway to chamber. Okay. Um. All right. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. She's going to uh. Basically, extend extend her arms and grab two sets of two, two uh, sets of fire and pull the fire towards her and into these uh, the last two guys. Uh, sure. Give me a finesse plus concentrate. Why not? Okay. And uh, to get both of them, we'll take a, a one raise. One raise. Okay. And should I just subtract the raise from the roll, then? Uh, no, I'll add it to the TN. Okay. Uh, wow, that went terribly. Nine. Drama dice. All right. You, was, uh, you, you, feel, real bad. you feel the power of El Fuego Adentro surging through your body, and you point at both of the flames. You try to push them towards the other, the other two, but you can almost feel the, the heat and power seeping out of the blood on your arm. As it distracts you away from your effect. All right, eight. The last guy has an eight. He's gonna st- he's gonna jump up off the ground where he was sitting, just messing with uh, messing with his short sword. And he's gonna run over to a rope ladder that goes to the top of this chamber and apparently to sunlight. And he's gonna start climbing that ladder. Can I throw a knife at him? On your turn. Ah. Okay. So you got... Oh, wait. Uh, nine. Me. Me. Um, do either of you have any additional dice left after the nine? Yes, me. Okay. I have, an, so, I have a nine and a ten. So when there's a tie in the current phase, you add together all of your initiative dice, and that's your initiative total. Susan's 19 beats your nine. So Susan gets yes. the first one here. All right. She's going to try and 
throw the knife at the guy who's climbing and potentially, you know, make him fall down, potentially not live anymore. That's finesse plus throw knife. Yeah. Uh, 21. 21. All right, roll me your damage. Yes. If only throwing damage was better than it is. Uh, how many do I keep? Oh, I'm Thirteen. Thirteen damage. Yeah. All right. All right. You f- you uh you fling the knife at him and it lodges in his back and he just yells and out of reflex pushes himself off the wall. He swings his arm trying to keep his feet on the rope, but he falls backwards onto the hilt of the knife. Yes. He's dead. <laughs> It, do I? Can I go over and grab the knife again, or is that too much action? Um, on your ten, you can do that. Okay. But it is Elise's nine. All right, she's going to uh, seize that, breathe a sigh, takes a deep breath, and tries again. All right, Vanessa, concentrate, taking a raise if you want to hit the second guy. Yeah. This time it was a sixteen. 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 Is that good enough? Yeah, sure. They're angry. So, this time, you wipe some of the blood off your arm, shake it off, point at the fire and twist it around, and it catches both of their jerkins on fire. And they, they, uh, they start running around the room screaming, and they fall to the ground, start rolling around, and then just sort of fall down unconscious, their, uh, their jackets in smolders. Uh, then she extinguishes the flames. Because she's just like burning them alive. She just wanted to get them off her back. Okay. You guys are free of combatants. And, as a special bonus, one of the guards has the keys to your corridor. Shoves the keys at Elise. <laughs> cobbles over to get the knife while dealing with the sword on her side. Get, get them. Very well. Very well. And, and then, just uh, and just about then you hear uh you hear a bullet ring out through the hallway. I hope that wasn't a suicide shot. She she's going to pull at her sleeves after she gets the sword out and try and tie it stem it as best she can while getting the knife as well. Elise uh uh runs a little faster or uh sprints sprints as best she can in the dress. This this is why I wear pants. Unless we're the nice thing. The, the 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 dress is still a little damp from the sea. Yeah, pretty much. It's really hard to run in. But yeah, you uh, manage to make it back with the keys. Those footsteps. And and you find a dead nobleman. <laughs> some good news and some bad news. What good news is, the... is he's dead. The bad news is didn't get to see the smug smile. I will take it nonetheless. It is disappointing, but. Shit, are you bleeding? A bit. It is not quite as bad as Francesca's. She got the sword to the side. She is outside recovering, but there are no more guards left, as far as we can tell. Let me get this open. Please. And she'll fumble with the keys and try to open the door, open the gate. Alright, and the gate pops open. Both of them do, in fact. 
Everyone is reunited. All right. She's also uh, collected her sword deck and very lovingly sort of stuffed it in a side part of her belt. Valentine will head outside to where Francesca is. Uh, Anne will take the nobleman's gun. Yep. And and Elise will reunite with the the remains of her court. Um, immediately and dutifully, your uh, your eyes and bodyguard runs up and takes a takes a bit of his sleeve and wraps your arm wound in it. Thank you. Says yeah. slight smile. Yeah, if we can find um hospital, I can take care of that. It is appreciated. Well, I have first aid, so that might help I think me you not need, you need, stupidly wrap my, my you, thing. You need surgery. To, is, you need yeah. surgery to clear dramatic wounds. Yeah, well, first yeah. aid is for flesh wounds. Yeah, I just mean like I didn't tie it badly. Oh yeah, the yeah. Sleeve around me. I vaguely knew what I was doing was staunching the blood. Yeah, you aren't in any danger of bleeding out. That's good. With a sword to the side. Whether or not they tend to keep hospitals around these kind of places, uh, either way, we need to get out of here now. Yeah, yeah. We need to see if anybody else from the crew is still here. That is also a very good point. He'll get uh, his, his the uh, dagger sort of back up and down the uh, up and down the other cells. I mean, I assume that they would have contacted that you know each other if, if there were random ass sailors in the other cells, but he'll take a look. Okay. Take a look around, and you don't recognize anyone from your cells. But you do, um, you, you do find one person in one of the back cells. He looks emaciated, like they aren't really feeding him. He looks. Let us, he, up, let he, us looks, have the keys. he looks Avalon, actually. Hello there. Jim for piracy, looting, criminality. Yeah, um, assuming he gets the keys from whoever, I guess, uh, Elise had them? Yeah, yeah. Elise had them, but she gave them, she basically gave, gave them to, uh, whatever you, names here, Declan. Declan. Been here a while, have you? Yeah. Well, today is your lucky fucking day. <laughs> he looks at you almost expectantly. Yeah, but he, uh, he puts the key in, you know, opens up the door. He reaches around the iron portcullis, grabs the key, pulls out of the lock, and pulls the gate shut. He pockets the key, sits back in the back corner of his cell. Today was your time to give me the key. It's not the day that I leave, though. Your call, I suppose. Uh, if I see any of our crew around here, I'm going to need that back. He only takes the one key, the one key that goes to this gate. Okay. Well, uh, good luck to you, then. He nods and leans back. Fucking Avalonians. Um, do you have anything like history or uh, streetwise, underworld lore, something like that? Uh, I know I have underworld lore. Or, no, uh, I have history. And, nah, street nav wouldn't help. Uh, I have a history and oratory. Do either of those help? Uh, history works. Wits plus history. 11? 11. He looks familiar, but you have no idea from where. You might be able to get a better idea if you uh, get into contact with some research materials. Interesting. Yeah, I guess he'll, he'll regroup with everybody else then. Okay. Just let me know if you have if you uh, ever have a chance to look up some Avalon history books or something like that. Okay. You guys can congregate freely in that chamber. 
You can see so, you if you look up, you can see you're at the bottom of a about a 30, 40 foot hole. Did you find any of the crew? Uh, just some some old guy. Uh, he took the key to that section, but said he wasn't leaving yet. So, uh, fucking Avalonians. Found true. the way out. What's up? Well, did you find any other prisoners? Nah, not a one. Hmm. Is there any more to the facility? I, I dare say we were rather high profile. They might have. Uh, they might be somewhere else entirely. These two. Is, is there so any more to the facility? High profile, at least. There is nothing more to this facility. For being a, a prison with a name, it's this is all of it. Well, besides what appears to be a chamber in the wall, halfway up the rope ladder. What's up there? Excellent question. Well, hasn't been much to get me up a rope. Let's uh, let's have a shot at it. Let's start climbing. All right, you climb your way up, and halfway up, you see um, about a three-foot-wide chamber that holds your confiscated stuff. Uh, he will take the uh, that puzzle sword. Is probably fairly obvious. Oh no, he took the puzzle. Uh, yeah, sword he's got the puzzle. Yeah, I've already got it himself. Yeah, there's uh, there there are two holes in the uh, in the pile of things. One gun size, one sword sized, and one dagger sized. Yeah, one dagger sized. <laughs> Third one has a lot he'll, more he'll, than just uh, your blood on it now. He'll throw one of the dozen pistols down and be like, "I'm not throwing down the other eleven. You have to get them yourself." Oh, oh yeah, he's up. fine. They're unloaded. What? What is up there? Our, our things. Even my staff. Looks. The staff is also there. Uh, yeah. Even 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 his enormous sword. The the sword was one of the first things you noticed. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's right. Damn, this thing's heavy. Well, Nicholas, you still have that, at least. Yes? She's gonna give the gouge back to Valentin, because her own two knives are up there. Probably. Since yeah, the staff is. He'll, yeah. he'll head up, like, ahead, just to, to sort of, since he's probably the best climber there, to just, uh, see if, see what else is going on, you know, up towards the top. All of the possessions you carry on your person are there, and that were not already on your person. And well, he was asking what was, what was above. Yeah, I was just saying before I got to that. Oh, and to clear yeah. something up, uh, yep. since it was mentioned in one chat but not the other, uh, you all would likely know about my 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 guess. It's a sensitive subject for him. It's why is it C? She, she tries not to use it. So, like no, it's that it, he, he tries to not have it used on him. Is how that would go. Well, I know, but she she actively tries not to order you around. Cause, oh, yeah. you're a noble. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so it's so a gayest question. If uh, if I tell him ignore the gayest or uh, ignore the ignore all orders except mine, what happens? Probably barfs. Or or it just stops working until another noble gives you an order, and that order overwrites the old one on Probably, the stack. Yeah. There's a stack involved. There's no stack. <laughs> yeah, stack, right, right, so stack of you flow is fucking curse. There is a there is a cue at best. I uh, give the order first. We're gonna resolve these in reverse order. I'll, uh, no, no, no. I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm just in reserve and no. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just gonna throw a counter spell on this, on, on, on this stack. <laughs> Nerds, call it quits here. <laughs> All right. So you make it up to the top and. Your fingers grasp back into um, lush groundside grass at the top of the hole. You can smell the salt air of the nearby sea. You see a forest off to the north, and off to the west, you see a large town 
city, actually. Are there any people, say, pointing crossbows at the hole? No. There's a place that's much more guarded by, uh, guarded by... Uh, accessibility, or whatever yeah. the reverse of that word is for the prisoners, yeah. Yeah. It's guarded mainly by uh, the fact that no one knows where it is and that there's a jail in it. Yeah, speakeasy security. Right. He'll, uh, he'll go down the rope just in case and kind of not whisper, but try not to be loud and be like, there's, there's no one up top. To our benefit, um, then, yes. Well, I wasn't exactly expecting a welcoming party. Excellent. Uh, city, grass, uh, ocean. I don't know if that helps figure in with your, uh, with whatever reckoning you were trying to do before with where this might be, but. Uh, hopefully that's San Cristobal you can see. If so, that's very good news. Why is this? That's where the Fantoma Rain was being commissioned. Ah. Let's well, hope. Well, it will be easier to see it from the surface. Yeah, yeah, I'll move. He climbs himself out of the hole. Yeah. Yeah, and climbs up, grabs her, her, grabs her whole brace of fucking pistols and all of her other shit. <laughs> I can't remember how much shit I had on her person. I think she even had, um, yeah, she even has a uh, hundred shots worth of lead and a bullet mold and some extra flints and a bar of soap. There's just a lead ingot in there, like, oh god. I forgot that was no. in her items on person. I, I, <laughs> so it's important. Matt, I realize. That's, uh, that's, well. Oh, and also ten powder flasks. I realize that, uh, that, that Anne is around the same size as, uh, Niklas, uh, Elise's eyes and bodyguard. Yeah, no, she's a, she's a fucking hoss. I won't lie, I'm starting to gain, like, a really big crush on Anne and her big, strong beautifulness. <laughs> her Dutch accent. Yes. Her Dutch Shush. accent that occasionally is German and occasionally is other things. Tall, cropped hair, capable Amazonian woman. What girl wouldn't feel her heart flutter at that? Capable of punching holes in solid stone walls. Exactly. Uh, so, so Elise is basically going to to hang on Niklas's back when he climbs up. She have you under a gaze too. Is that how this works? <laughs> does he just give him a look or something? Because I I don't actually role play the uh, the uh, servants. If it comes to combat, I declare for them. But yeah, <laughs> did someone ask a servant something? Sorry. I said, yeah, because that she was climbing on his back. I said, oh, does she have does she have you under a gaze too? <laughs> his looks over. He shrugs. I guess if you want to look at it, look at it like that. I think I will. He keeps climbing. Yeah, he'll just be up at the top, just giving a hand to anybody because climbing's some hard shit to do. Yeah. yeah, when when you have a stab wound to the side, it's even harder. All right, yeah, my surgical kit's in my lab. Yeah, Valentine will head up uh, early on, likely. Start scouting the area. Yeah, um, gotten up there slowly but surely. Yeah, this does appear to be the area surrounding the the uh, port city of San Cristobal in the Aldana territory. All right, now it would probably be best not to mention Zepeda. Who's Zepeda? I don't know know any Zepeda. Nor does anyone anymore. Yeah. 
She's going to toss a bag at Valentine. It's got like 75 gilder and it's all I've got from the ship. Well, that, that's good. I'll toss it back to her. Hold on to it for now. Mm. Most of my money's in credit, but the credit's not necessarily going to help out here. Mm. Not while we're wanted and in Castilian territory. We need to find the shipyard and the Phantom Rain. Indeed. Does it sound like any other I can find out? Got a bit of a nose for it now. Excellent. Is it? Is it going to be particular? Uh, is, is it going to be particularly difficult to leave port, given wanted by the Inquisition? It may be. They may have already taken the ship. They may be guarding it. They may not know it's ours. It will be exciting. They Things may are not. Exciting here. To to be fair, two of us have already had enough excitement for the day. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can well, use I have not. Nice, easygoing days. I have not. But fair enough. Well, let's have a look then. Yes, he's got street nav, so I'm guessing he does at least how to kind of move yeah. them about the town inconspicuously. Yeah, sure. You can so, roll street navigation. Well, for for the guy, there. he'll say one more thing now. Say, I guess the question is now: Is anybody jumping ship, so to speak? You know that I am not. All of my things are back in Varachi. You expect me to not follow you to maybe get my stuff back? If you'll have me, uh, my place is on dry land. It seems bad things keep happening to me here. Yeah, I will follow you. No, over the noble, I don't. Yeah, I will follow you until the end. Very good. But I will lead until the end, if necessary, but without that intention. At what point do we start calling you captain? Let's save that for after we've uh, broken out the champagne on the deck. Amen. Montaigne liquor. I'll buy you some rum when we get the Vadachi, Don't worry. Yes, the champagne is ceremonial. We'll have much, much I would just alcohol. love to man for some cider right now. Alright, follow me. I followed Got a 16? 16. Alright, that's, that's, uh, that does you well enough to uh, take you around the back alleys. That said, your trip is actually quite nice and quite comfortable. The sun is shining bright. It's got to be about like 2 in the afternoon. A lot of people are on their siesta right now. Uh, you can smell the scent of freshly baked bread coming out through the windows. Everything is painted in beautiful uh, earth tones, deep oranges, browns. And with a little bit of uh, quick maneuvering, you manage to get yourself down to the dock district. The uh, Shipwrights Union looms a... Well, it's not a union exactly. The Shipwrights Guild is, uh, is uh, in one big... One big building near the front of the district. I got you here. Uh, I don't know what did you have. You have like a writ of sale or something like that. Prove who you are. Say, well, presumably either me or uh, me or her could go up and take it. Uh, I'm not exactly experienced at it either, but let's go find the shipwright and she should release the ship. Boy, it's a ship and doesn't even know how to pick it up. We were on our way to pick it up when this happened. What? Well, for posterity's sake, what? 
What fake name did I put on my writ of sale? Mm. Well, I don't remember. I don't recall either, miss. No? Uh, no I don't either. know, but uh, I put my real name on, so uh, <laughs> that Am should I work. Fairy country? You people are insane. It didn't occur to me. And how often... Uh, these are official documents. This is a historic moment. I can't have <laughs> some fake name on the the bill of ownership. Well, I for one... Just take a damn drama die, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> I for one I do not... fishing for it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I for one do not have the, the, that's the opportunity. Uh, right. For post- again, for posterity's sake, while we are in Castilian territory, I am not Princess Elise Vallejo Castaneda de Caraldos. I'm something else. I don't remember what, though. I'm, I'm, I am dead here. I just... So, yes. Very well. We live the pirate way. We walk in and we take what we want. Um, uh, uh, pirates? Uh, yes. Is it, is, is it really pirating if we've already paid for it? I suppose not, but... But it's the principle of the matter. <laughs> so we're to be principled pirates, then? Of course. I think that would be the best way of going about things. Pirates of principles. Not often you find those. Yes. We'll steal from the church, and from slavers, and... Drug traders and and war profiteers. Suppose I can get behind that. Hmm. <laughs> Try to find me thirty, forty men who will who will be able to, you know, have them agree with your grand vision. Might be a little more difficult, but I suppose we'll see. Well, it'll be fun for a while we'll, at least. We'll also steal from nobles with more money than common sense, present company excluded. She'll smile That's very happily at him for that one. Included. Oh, you mean about the steel and not about the lack of sense? Gotcha. She's gonna glare over at that one. Best she can. Elise just, uh, seems utterly unfazed. Is smiling pleasantly. But whatever we're gonna do, we should do it quickly before she bleeds out on the dock. Yeah, yeah. A fair point. Uh, uh, always appreciated. I need surgical yeah. tools. <sighs> I, I, the new ship. I don't know that it was outfitted with such things. We will see. Do you want to go find them yourself? Well, I am going to need something. She's going to shove the gold at Anne and say, get, get what you need. Just quick. Yeah. <clears throat> Your gilder, it's not gold. Yeah, no. Um, we'll meet you three miles upshore if something goes wrong. If you can't find us back here. Well, you do the official business. I'll, uh, I'll go have a look by the ship, make sure we are not don't have a clutch of priests waiting for us. Reasonable option. Now, Princess, do you want to come in with me, or should I head in myself? I will come with you. Okay, so you guys are splitting up. One to hospital, one to ship, one to uh, ships. Yeah. All right, let's follow hospital team first. Who all is on hospital team? I think it's just me and Anne. Do you want hospital? Yes, please. Okay. I don't. I want to not faint from you know. Not bleeding out at first, but she probably left movement. her. She probably left her fucking brace of guns with the other people that are gonna go 
take the ship so that she's not walking into town rattling. Sure. <laughs> it's not too long before you happen upon um, what looks like a very old hospital set up by the equivalent of this uh, this setting's night hospitaler. Mm-hmm. Knights of Saint something. I forget what they call it. Yeah, and uh, you manage to stroll on in. The the person running the front is bandaging up a couple of people who fell off of things, doing construction work, things like that. It's the risk you take running at running a hospital near a shipwriting business. Yeah. Oh yeah. It means you have consistent business. And she looks over, notices the sword. I uh Well she took the sword out. It's just oh, kind of okay. wrapped up and bleeding yeah. down her side very red. Yeah. Notices the serious wound. Oh 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 dear. Uh C- c- come here, come here, come here. What happened? Oh, um, we, we were going through town, and, uh, there, I don't know what's up with these Inquisitors, but they've got some very dark people running around afraid of them. Got me with a knife. I see. Would, would you like me to call the authorities? They, they'd be happy No, no, get... just, just, just patch. Pain, please. And she starts shoving Gilder at her to kind of keep it quiet. Patch, please. Hmm. She frowns. Fine, fine, fine. Come, come. Yeah. And um, is Anne going to try and take the lead on this surgery? Um. I mean, if someone will let her, she just walked in off the street. But she can, she can recite some shit she knows. Uh, sure. Give me. I just need tools. Yeah, sure. Give me wits plus uh surgery. Okay. I don't remember what the TN I need to make is to re- fix wounds. Uh, let's call it 20. Okay. For the two. Okay, sure. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Seems I don't legit. either. I, f- I forgot. It's under healing let's somewhere. Let's just keep it rolling. Yep. <laughs> uh, hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a 20. Ooh. All right. Or no, wait, no. It's so, a 19. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a 19. Hmm. I see. All right. Don't live now, thanks, Matt. <laughs> Dead. New character. So anyway, <laughs> no one ever falls for that. Yeah. Um. You manage to rattle off a few things, you know, and they somewhat hesitantly allow you to take point on the surgery. Good thing she has her soap on her. Your. Although we haven't understood. Your, ner- no, your nerves are. We don't understand how disease transmission works yet, so it's more just for something else. <laughs> Actually, uh, <laughs> you don't have a germ theory, but uh, the, the book states that in this version of medieval history, they know that using sick people's blood gets people sick. Okay. And yeah. that for some reason, washing things before surgery stops it from getting infected. All right, yeah. We don't know why. We just know it does. <laughs> yeah. There's a general atmosphere of the idea that cleanliness promotes healthliness. Yeah, that, I guess that's why we have. I guess that's why people actually go to hospitals. It's not a place you just go and get sick in. Yeah, but yeah, uh, your nerves are a little bit shot from uh, from early, from the previous day being exploded out of the side of a ship, and today shooting down uh, a running nobleman. Also, so, like literally prying the bars off of a jail cell. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Your your hands are a little shaky from that, so you nick a few things you wish you hadn't. Oops. But uh, generally speaking, you do an all right job patching up some of the internal ble- internal cuts. So remove one of your two dramatic wounds. Yay! This is walking territory now. Barely a limp. <laughs> you aren't even crippled until you hit three dramatic wounds. You know. 
No, I know, but I mean the consistent <laughs> movement in the blood can't have made that fun. <laughs> All right, back to shipwright team. I, I guess I guess technically Declan's on sub team. Make sure the boat isn't covered by priests. Uh, yeah, sure. I'll I'll handle the other the non sub team first. Sure. The super team. <laughs> the meta team. <laughs> team yeah. more money than sense. Yeah, you go into um, you go into the shipwrights guild, I assume. Yeah, we look for the look specifically for the shipwright we commissioned. Yeah, you see a very architecty looking fellow, slick back, black hair, looks Vidachi born, pencil thin mustache, pencil in his ear. He's, he's ordering people around. He looks over at you, huh? What? Oh, you. What do you want? Huh? I'm here to receive my ship. Oh, your ship. Right. That is correct. So you stay here, and I'll be right back with the bill of ownership, okay? Uh, how about we accompany you? No, no, no. It's back in the archives. You know how it is. I'm afraid I must insist we accompany you. Look, who's the head architect here? You or me? You? Who is the customer? You are. Then the and customer I, I... is always... Nosy, apparently. <laughs> Look, there's a lot of very sensitive documents back there. It would make a lot of my customers feel a lot better if I didn't let people back there. I don't know. You can see him tense up and his hands shake a little bit. Is something the matter? No, no, it's just a long day. I'm afraid I must insist. Okay. He starts walking towards the back of the office. Use the key on the locked door. The smell of vellum paper pours out of the room when he opens it. Valentine walks along with him. Can you at least stay out of the room proper? Will you be inside the entire time? Yes, it is. A- he points in the room. It's about five feet back and no hallways. Oh, okay. Then yeah, he'll... Uh... He'll stand in the door. Elise is, is is actually still in the, the, the main lobby there. Just kind of looking all cute. Look, looking look, looking cute, if not a little bit like sodden, uh, with uh, her 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 cadre uh, milling about with her. He pulls out. He nervously pulls out a, a cylindrical paper case and hands it to you. He'll look over the paper. It, it appears to be the bill of sale for the uh, Fantoma Rain. Ah, very good. All right, I believe our business is concluded. Yes, really guide me to our ship, and thank you for your work, good sir. He points out the back window. Dry dock number three. Big numbers on the side, can't miss it. And yeah, he was... He'll bow and uh, head toward the uh, dry dock, anxious to see his ship. Yep. He bows back. Elise uh, smiles pleasantly and gives a pleasant uh, farewell, and uh, she and the others uh, follow along with Valentine. Okay. And uh, it's not too long before you learn what sub-team check out the ship learns. You, you meet up with Declan just not too long after he finds the hard, dry dock you're looking for. You see that your ship is up on dry dock, 
no contact with water, and the harbor is crawling with Inquisition. This is going to make things very difficult. <sighs> Indeed it is. She just kind of like looks. How many are there? Um, about 15 that you can see. I can count 15. There are probably more, though. Uh, what does it take to get the ship down and out? I've never done anything like that. She looks like behind her. Have either of you? They both shake their head. Um, doesn't the Declan would know? As Declan, a, Declan as might know. As a career know. sailor? Yeah, you might. You're at least familiar with the process, even if you aren't 100% sure how to uh, make it happen yourself. I actually don't know how to how they do that. How they would have done that at that point, except at least. Like, how would they move it? Well, uh, you can oh, see that the... uh, basically. Because it would, if from the dry dock, it, they'd knock. They basically knock out some pilings, and it would go down on rollers into the sea. Right, and in this case, it's a dry dock that has a sort of wooden gates blocking the uh, blocking the rollers from the sea. Yeah, so job, uh, still carrying the the, the twelve gun brace. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they haven't even you know undone the gate, gotten the rollers out, set it out. Uh, it's I wouldn't call it a complicated process, but I would call it one that you know I can't just sneak it. Do not even all of us could probably you know just do it. All right. So we need a distraction, no doubt. But we also need, like, willing, uh, duck works. Not to mention, we also need men to man it. A ship of that size can't, you know, what, six people, only two of which with any naval experience. There's a young Castilian man sitting on a wall, uh, sitting on a chest high wall next to you. Yes, that does sound tricky, doesn't it? And who are you, my friend? Uh, call me Juan del San Cristobal. Okay, Juan. I take it you had something to add. Mm, I suppose. It's going to be tricky. Oh, please share. I know, I know this doc pretty well. There's a skylight you could use if you got someone with the agility for it. I suppose there's a there's a good amount of. Hmm. He looks at it appraise. He looks at the situation appraisingly, sort of trailing off. How about this? I help you out with this, and you hire me on as your lookout. Uh, Elise just like looks at Valentine and is like, I think this is agreeable. You don't even know what we seek to do. I know. You don't care? As long as you don't care who I am. All right. So be it. He puts a hand out. He offers a hand. He puts his against yours. It appears his, his, right, his uh, right arm from the elbow down is a wooden prosthetic. Now then, let's get to work. Absolutely. And that is where I'm going to call the session. Yay. Did everyone have a good time? Yes. Yeah, I yes. know. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. 
I like being I like being the enormous strong scientist. <laughs> you are the Doctor Jekyll slash Mister Hyde. <laughs> he's more she's more of an ultra humanite. Yeah, what, no, what, actually, what she's, you are is one of actually she you're, is you're one of those Pulp Fiction action scientists. Yeah, no, also see, a little also in a movie you'd be played by Gwendolyn Christie. And also a little bit of Ubermensch on top of there, down to she like only sleeps like two hours a day in like weird I feel like four hours on, fifteen minutes off cycles. I feel like there is that that like that like Anne or that, that like Anne and Niklas will 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 be my OTP. <laughs> See, okay. I'm shipping to, Declan and Rum. To uh to Two uh, super strong Ubermenches. She's <laughs> shipping Declan and Rum. Uh, well, I know it's meant to be. <laughs> Declan and Rum in the sea, a love triangle. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone have any questions, comments, suggestions, complaints? No, I don't. No. Okay. In that case, audience, stay tuned next week for the great heist of the Phantoma Reign. Reheist. Reheist. Well, yeah. we're stealing what we already bought. <laughs> yes, it's an unheist. <laughs> uh, the the aggressive sale of the Phantom Remain. <laughs> that works. The, the repossession of the Phantom Remain. This is essentially a repo operation. Except they were the ones who repossessed it. <laughs> it's a repo. You know, it's a, it's a Te- technically, we never operation. possessed it, so they can't repossess it. This is a very complicated situation, but it's a crime nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Good night, Internet. Good night. Good night.